Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning, July. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM 97.3. This is the City Breakfast Show Live on your dial 97.3 FM Welcome to Thursday, November 3, 2022 Good morning, bonjour, buenos dias Let's have breakfast My name is Nathan Kwam Sitting in for Bernard Avlin It's always an honor and a pleasure Bringing you the biggest breakfast in town You are welcome Please have a seat Join us on 0549-986-996. The unmistakable voice of Papa Yangtze putting together a medley 
We give praise to our God and our Maker. Start off with our business sense. Brought to us by ADB. Now, if you're a salaried worker and your paycheck runs through ADB, I have wonderful news for you this Thursday morning. You can access up to 10,000 CDs or 80% of your next net monthly salary with the ADB Payday Plus. Now, it's designed to help you solve a pressing need before payday. And remember, there's no interest on repayments within 30 days and your money hits your account the same day. You can call Meredith on 0243-273-369 if you are interested. Or you can call now as well on 0244-284-197. ADB truly a Greek and more. And our business ends today. It comes from Robin Sharma. Robin Sharma says, leadership is not a popularity contest. It's about leaving your ego at the door. The name of the game is to lead without a title. Leadership is not a popularity contest. It's about leaving your ego at the door. And the name of the game is to lead without a title. So the titles are just descriptive. The title doesn't make you. What makes you is the fact that you've left your ego at the door and you are ready and willing to humble yourself and submit to the task beforehand. Submit to the objective and work hard to make that objective a reality. So don't fixate over the title. Don't fixate over the position. Your job is to lead without a title. The title doesn't make the leader. What makes the leader is his ability to guide, to supervise, to inspire, and to take people from one level to the other and to make better human beings out of them. That's our business sense. Comes from Robin S. Sharma. Business is brought to us by ADB. ADB truly a great and more. Coming up next is the newspaper review. Please take and stay. This is the City Breakfast Show. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Unleashing the power of breakfast radio. This is City 97.3. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation.
631. This is still the City Breakfast Show. The new super review is upon us and it's probably brought to us by Total Energies. We are bringing you quads, engine oil, built and designed with age-resistance technology and it's a breakthrough innovation that ensures that your engine functions very, very, very well and will fight against mechanical wear by up to 74%. Choosing cars from Total Energies is choosing the engine oil that keeps your engine running efficiently and younger for longer. Fidelity Bank is also bringing us the newspaper review. Now, you probably thought you couldn't afford that brand new item you had been eyeing all along. Well, Fidelity Bank is making that dream a reality. They've bought the Sikaboom promo, and all you have to do is deposit and maintain 300 CDs and multiples of it in your Fidelity account every month during the promo period to qualify. What are you winning at the end of all of this? 100,000 CDs in a grand prize draw. So get to your nearest Fidelity Bank, deposit and maintain 300 CDs and multiples of it, and you could be a winner. Fidelity Bank, believe with us. And the newspaper review is also brought to us by Kelchako Toothpaste. Happy smile. Uh, let me say good morning to Godfred and Kokui. Uh, how are we doing? Good morning. Good morning, Ubudai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happening? The hustle is real, man. It is. It's real. It is. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. You know, it ain't no I, joke. It ain't no joke. I have to buy petrol. Like I'm, I'm on, I'm, oh, I'm flirting with you, emptiness you, in my tank, you have and to. it like. I've held on so far, but I have to buy petrol mm. today, Be and ready. I'm dreading. Be ready. Dreading how much I'm going Be to have ready. to spend to get a yes. decent amount yes. in the tank. Yes, this this morning I I filled half my tank mm-hmm. for 410 cities. Mine will be more than that. I, I know. <laughs> uh, I filled half my will, tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah it will have be. Have you seen the price of some? Because the last time <laughs> I bought petrol. Yeah, based on that, and that was before the yeah, increase to seventeen ninety nine. So yeah. that's why I said I don't. Even, I'm dreading. I don't even want to think about it. And and the stories are that uh, outside of Accra, a lot of the stations are saying, "Look, mm-hmm. we are not moving cars. Either allow us to increase more prices, more, you know." So wow, yeah, quite quite a few things happening around. Hey. You know, most of the time, if you go to the central region, I think it was hey. in Komenda, KEA. Yeah, there were issues there in the Ashanti region as well. I think there have been some issues as well with some stations saying we are not moving right now because mm. it's too expensive yeah. for us to move our cars. Oh, it is too expensive for us to move. Our cars. Yesterday, um, I was returning from a meeting and I was going to put my usual two hundred in. <laughs> 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 
Charlie, the guy put the thing. I, I, I didn't even just talk. I just looked at it. Like the thing didn't win. Ah. Oh yeah, me get two hundred. What did I say? No go in. Two hundred. Now I'm pursuing the crowd. Two hundred. What's two hundred gonna do in this day and age? Like when I'm, you say two hundred cities, people still I'm think it's like so much money. Listen, two hundred cities is not even twenty dollars. I hate to do that comparison. Yeah, but I just but put in my, I just put in my. I'm just in there putting my two usual two hundred. Yeah. And and the the gauge it's, the gauge. It's short all I know is that today I have to buy two hundred again. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. As as the guys, it's short all. So we need to have a conversation about some of these prices, though. And mm-hmm. if this this conversation, I, I really want to ask Bernard something about this free market. Hmm. Business that we run. I really hmm. want to ask him some questions. So when Bernard comes hmm. on later, I'll ask him about this free hmm. market because it really is free. Yeah, right, right now it's free for all. Free. It is yeah. free for all. Yeah. Uh, A lot of you yeah. allow demand and supply to do their own dance. Yeah. Just they ask. Play freestyle, freestyle. Yeah. freestyle. Anyway, on, on, on the business of uh, revisiting the work of <laughs> the constitutional, they are back. <laughs> Front page of the Daily Graphic Review 1992 Constitution Curtail excessive powers of precedence It will shot at IEA forum Like I always say Page 224 It's there Everything they there Page 224 Of Professor Fiajo's report Just check. Page 224 So I don't know why we have been doing this But it's on the front page of the graphic So no problem We need white canes Blind union Very very important very. Something that we ignore a lot in this country uh, Prosecute illegal minors Religious leaders uh, Godfrey Debo Adamis on the front page today He's smiling because QNET dissolved AG to go after other firms I'll give you details hey, On the Ghanaian Times front page Now this has been trending all over social media Shatawale <clears throat> lands in trouble this is the big headline on the front page of the Ghanaian Times. And you know why? He's made some comments on social media regarding the murder of Fennec Autry. Now, we remember that's uh, Paukes' uh, late, yes, manager. late manager. He was murdered in cold blood in his house till today. Nobody really knows what happened. But Shata was tweeting all kinds of things yesterday, throwing all kinds of innuendo. Um, the Ghana Police Service has gotten involved. Let's see what happens with this. Minority calls on government to intervene in fuel price hikes. We're ready to commence work on $993 million Pualugu multi-purpose dam project. This coming from the Upper East Regional Minister. And commercial drivers and passengers tango over new transport fares. We'll be talking about all of that on the show today. That's the Ghanaian Times front page. Let me take you to the front page of the anchor. Every baby thief busted at Kintampo three months after restless manhunt. And uh, there's a photo of uh, the suspect on the uh, front page of the paper. And then um, we are behind uh, Ghana Gas CEO. That's also, I think that's a, a group there. Hmm. The Chronicle front page, Ghana Health Service recalls mad doctor, mad in quotes, mm-hmm. but refuses to pay him compensation after six years of mental torture. Hmm. Government has made enough money from petroleum proceeds. This is John Ginapo speaking. Agape Love launched to help the needy and elderly in society. Police chase two fetish priests over ritual murders at Old Ningo. Gun smugglers attempt to bribe police with 15,000 Ghana CDs. And Exodus chapter 14, verse 14. Mm-hmm. The Lord will fight for you, mm. and you have only to be silent. Oh, amen. <laughs> From the Daily Ghanaian Guide, GNPC on the brink of bankruptcy. Kwabna Donko uh, is telling us this, um, the 1D1F, curbing inflationary pressures, creating jobs. 
Uh, I think that's a feature piece. Stories on pages 3, 5, and 6. We'll delve into that later. Okay. The new crusading guide, NPA suspends subsidy on residual fuel. Ecofado commends religious leaders of a gallum safe fight. Uh, Upper East records 65% increase in food production. Mm-hmm. Nungwa Youth Fight Chief and other stories in the new crusading guide this morning. Okay. The daybreak has one big story. Uh, Educhung hits list pops up. Apparently has a hit list. It says Opokwa Mankwa out. Get fund administrator next. Hey. They have put some names here. Huh? If your name is, apparently you are you are on the education minister. Apparently you are on the education minister's hit list. <laughs> The business finder front page Assess climate risks on banking sector World Bank alerts BOG And Valco workers reject 22% salary increment They're demanding 55% And subsidies on RFO were creating shortage This is coming from the National Petroleum Authority Finally from me, Nathan The Mm -hmm. business analyst front page says Guta warns of shortage of goods ahead of Christmas And World Bank warns Ghana of rising temperature effect on crops. I see. If you go online, citynewsroom.com says CCTV roundtable discussion on Galamse and its threat to Ghana's water security comes off today. Mm-hmm. The communications minister is here. She's hinting at measures to deal with persons deliberately refusing to re-register SIM cards. I hey. see. Other stories, Safo back in Ghana. Mm. Okay, Safo back in Ghana. And um, other stories also on citynewsroom.com. The president's daughter is in the news and she's uh, denying receiving $25 million uh, to paint Accra. The, uh, the story's headline says, Jankroma Ekufadu denies receiving $25 million to paint Accra. And Shatawale under investigation over Fennec Autry Post. Godfrey, you said something about... Um, GMPC, well, Parliament State Enterprises Committee is in GMPC on the brink of bankruptcy. If you go to citybusinessnews.com, they have um, other stories. A Kufado showing of no haircuts, private industries calling for an introduction of an import license. On myjoyonline.com, Institute for Energy Security says government's quest to obtain cheap fuel is far from possible. Mm. Far from possible, it says. I was not paid $25 million to paint Accra, Ekofado's daughter. C- um, COP disguises as Malam to arrest suspected baby thief. Hmm. Right? And Shatawale threatens to reveal bulldog secret with Fennec Autry's murder. And Dalek's finance CEO says, I can see poverty coming. And he goes on his knees, just like he did on City TV, to mm. beg Ekofado to improve situations. If you go to starfm.com, benchmark values not meant to replace transactional values. GRA clarifies. Security officer killed at mining site that's in the eastern region and court sets November 9 to begin trial of Aisha Huang. And if you go international, the BBC says, Biden wants U.S. election denial is path to chaos. And so South, um, North Korea, sorry, fire suspected long-range missile and Bolsonaro tells protesting truckers to clear roads. And if you go to Ethiopia, truce agreed to halt Ethiopia's civil war. So mm. those are some stories uh, on the international front. Um, okay. Where do you want to begin? Well, I want to begin with the pain we're all feeling because the Ghanaian Times has a few things to deal with. Fuel price hikes, etc. Yeah. So their editorial this morning actually says, step in to save passengers and consumers. Now you can read about that. They're talking about the fresh increments in fuel prices, transport fares being affected, uh, transport unions, etc. Now the minority 
in the Ghanaian Times as well, is calling on government to intervene in fuel price hikes. So they've called on government to take steps to stop the incessant price hike in petroleum products before the situation gets out of hand. According to the caucus, the government was making supernormal profit from the sale of petroleum products from the country's crude oil sales and should use those proceeds to cushion the Ghanaian. We therefore call on President Zekufuado and the Minister of Finance, Kenoforiata, and they should do something about this price increment. They should sit up and think outside the box and apply this huge supernormal profit to cushion the ordinary Ghanaian. We hold the view that government can do something about the fuel price increment. They must sit up, cushion the Ghanaian from this price volatility. The people of Ghana are suffering and something must be done. The minority spokesperson on energy, John Jinapo, was the one who spoke to the press in Parliament in Accra yesterday. Now, fuel prices have jumped from about 18 cities to 23 cities for diesel and from about 15 cities to 19 cities for petrol for the latest pricing window, which took effect from Tuesday. And in the same newspaper, commercial drivers and passengers tango over new transport fares. So... We heard a lot about this yesterday from our listeners. Commercial drivers began charging new fares following the increments in price of petroleum products at the pumps on Monday by the oil marketing companies. The increments of the fares by the commercial drivers were less than 72 hours after a 19% fare increase went into effect on Saturday following an agreement reached with the Ghana Road Transport Coordinating Council and the government. Um, again, they go on to reiterate the new pricing for fuel. And yesterday's sudden increment in fares was met with mixed reactions from drivers and their mates on one side and passengers on the other. Now, this resulted in heated exchanges between the two parties. It also resulted in hurling of insults and name calling on almost all commercial vehicles on which passengers were asked to pay the new fares. Mm, um, d- yeah, during a visit to the Odona taxi rank at Kwame Nkrumah Interchange in Accra, the Ghanaian Times found out that the passengers were being charged 30 Ghana cities from Circle to Tema which used to be 25 cities three days prior. Circle to Tema Harbour is now 35 cities instead of 30. The fare from Circle to Ashaiman is now 30 cities instead of 25 cities. Passengers on the most popularly used minibuses, otherwise known as Trotro, um, from the town council line to Circle, were passing with four cities instead of three cities, 60 pesos in less than 24 hours. And it goes on to give you more on that. Yeah. Well, if you go to myjournalonline.com, the Institute of Energy Security, um, headed by Nana Moesi, the Seventh has questioned the prudence in the government in government's efforts to obtain inexpensive fuel. Remember, the president mentioned that during his address. Now, according to Nana Moisi, um, if this arrangement is successful, coupled with a stable currency, it will halt the rise in fuel prices and provide relief to Ghanaians. Now, meanwhile, uh, information available to join us indicates that a government delegation is in Abu Dhabi negotiating a deal to bring petroleum products onto the Ghanaian market. So that is what um, uh, Nana Moesi is saying. However, COPEC, COPEC is also warning of fuel shortages before the end of the year or before Christmas. Okay? Hey. Now, Duncan Amwa. Duncan. 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 Let me finish. He's not the one producing the fuel. Yes, but whenever he, he says, comes to make these relax. predictions. He has warned that should the prevailing conditions in the petroleum sector fester. So that's a condition. Mm-hmm. There will be a shortage of petroleum products in the country ahead of the Christmas festivities. And he says, quote, if you look at the economic activities that occasioned the last quarter of the year, we are not looking at the city doing any better. Importations are going to double because of the festivities and the currency may still take a battering. And once that happens, you are expecting prices to go up further. Again, OPEC has given an indication that it is working to cut down on production. And that can only mean one thing. Global prices will go up. 
That is why I have said that if we do not change course, if we do not see a certain urgent action, we are simply going to have fewer prices going up. Let's talk about the currency a bit and shortage of goods. Uh, Guta is warning that there could be some shortage of goods. Uh, If you go to the business analyst on page 3, project of Guta, Dr. Joseph Obing's photo is there, but he's not the one speaking. This time it is his public relations officer, Joseph Paddy, Mm -hmm. who has told the media that people are not uh, that things are not improving because of the rising cost of duty and free charges uh, at the ports. According to him, quote, containers that are coming out of the port are nothing to write home about. People are not importing. People are keeping their money because if you import, you can't sell and break even or even maximize. So what are we going to see in the post, in the shortest possible time? We are going to see a shortage of goods. They prefer to keep their money in treasury bills rather than import and lose. Now, if you go to page 37 of the Daily Graphic, uh, it says that fight against illegal dollar sales yielding results is according to the Bank of Ghana. Yeah, mm-hmm. so some good news there. Uh, the Bank of Ghana says efforts to sanitize the trading of foreign exchange are yielding the needed results. It said while data showed that more people were now resorting to the licensed forex bureaus for their forex needs, the level of speculation on the CD had reduced, leading to some respite for the local currency. Data showed that the CD improved from a peak of more than 15 Ghana cities to a dollar in the week beginning October 19 to about 13 cities, 5 pesos to a dollar in the first week of November. So according to the BOG, they won't stop. Uh, they're going to continue to do this. We're talking about illegal things. CCTV today will hold a roundtable discussion on illegal mining. Mm. Okay. Now the discussion will touch on the potential effects of galamse on water bodies as well as measures to restore these water bodies. Now the uh, City Galamse Dialogue dubbed Galamse and Ghana's water security aims at bringing together important stakeholders in the water sector to deliberate on the state of Ghana's water resources and examine the effects of illegal mining on Ghana's water security. So you have all kinds of uh, experts there. Dr. Clifford Brimer, who's the boss at Ghana Water Company. The, uh, Moses Pencil, he is the Eastern Regional Water Quality Assurance Manager of Ghana Water Company. Professor Chris Gordon, who's an environmental toxicologist. Uh, Dr. Bob Alpha, Director of Planning at the Water Resources Commission, and Dr. Ajwa Yurenchifianko, uh, sorry, mm. a senior lecturer at Gimpa. Mm. Okay. Staying with illegal mining, on page 40 of the Daily Graphic, there's an interesting opinion on the illegal mining menace, and uh, it's by Felix Kokumausi, a national investigation or forensic criminal investigation. Basically, what he's asking is, uh, what is the classification in the law? for illegal mining. Mm-hmm. He says the classification of the crime is important uh, in his estimate. He says if we classify illegal mining as a serious organized crime, then we can strategize and plan appropriate responses to deal with it effectively and efficiently. Okay. Now, speaking of crime, let me go back to the Ghanaian Times Center spread. Shatawali lands in trouble over comments on social media. Mm-hmm. So the Ghana Police Service has invited Mr. Charles Niyama Mensa. Junior, Junior, known in the entertainment industry as Shatawale, to assist in investigations following comments he made on social media about the death of artist manager Mr. Fennec Autry. Now, the musician had alleged in a Facebook post that his former manager, Mr. Lawrence Nanaisiama Hansen, known in the entertainment industry as Bullgod, had a hand in Mr. Autry's death. In a statement issued and signed by the Chief Superintendent of Police, Director of Public Affairs, Mrs. Grace Ansar Krofi, yesterday in Accra, the police said the recently established cold case unit of the 
GPS had been working for months on all unresolved cases, which include that of the late Fennec Autry. The GPS assured the public of its relentless effort to ensure that all unresolved cases, including that of Fennec, were worked on in order to bring closure to the affected families. Now, remember that um, Fennec was the manager of Mr. Emmanuel Kofi Botri, known as Kwao Kese. He was murdered at his Manic Gardens residence on the Spintex Road in Accra on March 13, 2014. I can't believe this was in 2014. Eight years. Wow. It was by unknown assailants. As up till now, we don't know what happened. He was 31. Now, following his death, Mr. Hansen was picked up by the Police Criminal Investigations Department at Kukumimia as a suspect because he had a regular conflict with Mr. Autry and supposedly had threatened him in an interview. Now, he was arraigned, but he was later acquitted and discharged. But with these new... Um, should we call them alleged revelations by Shatta? This thing has kind of come to the forefront again. So I'm sure people will be watching closely to see what happens. Well, let me tell you about the, the hit list. <laughs> that is on page three of the Daybreak newspaper at the Ghana and the Ministry of Education. According to the story, there's an easy calm at the Ministry of Education. as what appears to be an elaborate plan to chase out appointees with connections to the previous minister, according to the story. So, uh, according to uh, the report, uh, Professor Kusipokwa Mankwaya is gone. Uh, uh, also gone now is the National Coordinator for Free Senior High School, the Deputy National Coordinator for Free Senior High School. And um, there's now the creation of a second Deputy National Coordinator position for Free Senior High School, which is now occupied by Miss Vera Ando. Uh, the Gallup uh, coordinator has also been removed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also an attempt to uh, remove Michael Insoa as GES council chair. There's, there's a lot happening there. Now they are saying that the uh, credible information, his next capture is Get Fund, where the appointee will also go. Mm. Yeah. So And then they go on to put out their list, the so called hit it's list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Dr. KB Tando. Dr. Fred Chia Samoa, Mr. Hilford Sian. Yeah, they say you're on the list. Now, <laughs> here's, okay, so this has actually been on social media, I think, for a few days, but it's in the business finder. We haven't really spoken much about it. Now, remember when um, Ghanaian artist um, Ayat, right? Yeah. His music was apparently or allegedly used for a tourism promotion video. There was a lot of uproar about it because he didn't give permission for that to happen. Well, he and the Ghana Tourism Authority have reached an amicable settlement. So, the Ghana Tourism Authority says an amicable agreement has been reached with Mr. Ayat Makwam, the music artist who accused the authority of using his visual outtakes without his consent. It will be recalled that on October 27, 2022, Mr. Makwam, also known as Kirani Ayat, accused the GTA after becoming aware that excerpts of visuals from his Guda video had been used by the authority. The GTA responded, explaining that the visuals had been used extensively since 2019 for the production of various content promoting tourism to the country. A joint statement by the GTA and Kirani Ayat on Monday, the 31st of October, announced that the parties had reached an amicable agreement. Both parties remain silent on the terms of the agreement as it remains private. But moving forward, Ayat and the GTA will collaborate on a number of projects aimed at showcasing Ghana and the beautiful landscapes and exciting talents to the world. So, this, yeah, they've let resolved me, Let me, let me give offer. you this really sad story of the every baby thief busted at Kintampo. Mm. It's a combination of just brilliant police work by a police inspector called Alassan Seydou, who is stationed at the Comet Police Station. Three months of pursuing 
this alleged baby thief. So, hmm. uh, Zinabu Janet is the suspect. She was picked up at Babatokuma, a village near Kentampo, the Bunu East, after boating with her landlady's baby girl. Uh, now, a police officer, like I said, uh, Inspector Alassan, who was stationed there, and whose wife is a choba operator that this, uh, the suspect was working for, decided to voluntarily support police headquarters' investigation by deploying his investigative skills. He went undercover in the area uh, and then was able to find her. Now, uh, she, uh, when she was arrested, she denied stealing the baby. But the situation is this. So she was pregnant, but she had a miscarriage before leaving for Accra. So upon her return to the village, she told her husband and her in-law that she had given birth and the baby was called Sakira. So mm. she stole the baby to replace well, you know, some of Shall these be. precious talents. Alright, just a, a few quick ones mm. there. The president's daughter is in the news. What's up? Well, Giancomo Kufado, daughter of the president, has de- strongly denied reports that she was given $25 million to beautify parts of the city. Okay. Now, some allegations on social media indicated that she received $25 million to paint parts of the capital. And, but in a statement responding to the allegations, she said the allegations were a fabrication. So what happened? She stated that projects were privately conceived and funded, contrary mm. to claims on social. So that's what is happening. Christmas agency is a state institution. Yes, right? it is. Okay. Anyway. Easy, easy ways to find out okay. what happened. Yeah. Anyway. Talib, what do you want to curbing inflationary pressures, creating jobs? It's That's front page of the Daily Guardian okay. Guide. I just checked it. It's written by my former class president. Nanako, I'm in Kruma. I'm in Kruma. We'll talk, eh? Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Godfrey. Thank you. Kokui, that was the newspaper review. Coming up next is the City Business News. This is the City Breakfast Show. The City's Biggest Conversation. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Favorite producer? City Business News is up next. And it's brought to us by Access Bank. Access Bank has the triple salary promo just for you. Just switch your salary to Access Bank's Empower Salary account today and automatically enjoy free interest on payday loan pick now pay later loans fly now pay later loans and other personal loans you also get the chance of winning three times your monthly salary school fees scholarships dstv plus free subscription cashback rewards free insurance cover and so much more you can visit ghana.accessbankplc.com to get started visit any of the 53 branches across ghana or call toll free 0800-004400 today access bank more than banking MCN is also bringing us the City Business News and they're asking if you know what you should look forward to to the weekends. Well, they've got the um, chance for you to talk non-stop. Just dial star 550 hash with as low as 52 pesos. Enjoy endless conversations with non-stop talking and texting on all networks. T's and C's applied. Goyle is also bringing us the City Business News. Goyle, good energy. Goyle, yeah, yeah, DM. And Enterprise Life. Enterprise Life is your advantage. Michael Obudu is here. He's got the latest from the world of business.
Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, broadly brought to you by MTN, Girl Enterprise Life, your advantage, Access Bank, Modern Banking, empowered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, Economist projects a sustained appreciation of the city over the next couple of weeks. Also, National Petroleum Authority dismisses calls for a dissolution of the entity over hikes in fuel prices. My name is Michael Obudu and to our first story and economist and currency analyst Courage Boti has revealed that the recent regained strength in the value of the Ghana city against the dollar is expected to be sustained in the next couple of weeks. Despite the improved performance, he notes that it is difficult to predict the outlook of the local currency by the end of the year due to the current economic situation. The city is currently selling for 13 cities to a dollar on the interbank foreign exchange market. Courage Boti has been speaking to City Business news on some measures governments can adopt to sustain the trend. It is still a very fluid and indeterminate situation, really. Um, a lot is happening. IMF negotiations will play a big role. Um, Yes, the cocoa loans are coming in, but I think I told you a few weeks ago that really, even if you release that whole 1.13 billion on the market, it could be consumed in three weeks and then we'll be testing for more, really. So it's not the solution. It's about how we now assure the market at least of some sense of stability in the near term while we roll out reforms, really. As things stand, there is still no clarity. People are still speculating about potential debt restructuring. Um, it will determine whether there will still be sell-offs and the pressure on the market, really. And so I think a lot depends on the info from the Ministry of Finance, from the presidency, and from negotiations with IMF uh, in this few weeks and days ahead, really, to determine what the sentiment of the market will be. Until then, it will be a wild guess to be putting a figure on where we are ending the year. Courage Booty is an economist and currency analyst. Now, on the interbank foreign exchange market where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar remained unchanged and is selling at 13 cities. The British pound also remained unchanged and is selling at 14 cities, 92 pesos. The euro remained unchanged and is selling at 12 cities, 85 pesos. However, at some forex bureaus within the capital, the dollar is selling at 13 cities, 50 pesos. The British pound is selling at 15 cities and the euro is selling at 13 cities, 20 pesos. Now, away from that, the National Petroleum Authority, NPA, has discredited calls for the scrapping of the government agency over the rampant increase in fuel prices in the country. A former chief executive officer of the Volta River Authority, Dr. Charles Rukub, had called uh, for the dissolution of the NPA if it can't regulate fuel price hikes to protect consumers. This comes at a time where fuel is at an all-time high in the country with petrol selling at about 18 Ghana cities per litre and diesel retailing at over 23 Ghana cities a litre. Speaking to City Business News, however, communications manager at NPA, Mohamed Abdul Kudu, stressed that the mandate of the authority is to regulate the activities of players in the space and not to determine prices at the pumps. It appears that people are equally still living in the past of what they knew MPA to be prior to 2015. Because the determination of uh, pricing has actually been taken away from MPA after the act was amended in 2015. And so we virtually, literally can be called a police. 
And that still clothes with a responsibility on regulation. Regulation is not just about determination of the pricing, but the regulation also involves in how the prices are arrived at. And that is what critical role that we play at the National Petroleum Authority. And the, the, the department responsible is the economic regulation. So we regulate how... That was communications manager at MPA, Mohamed Abdul Kudus. Now, the Importers and Exporters Association of Ghana has expressed readiness to comply with the new directive by the Food and Drugs Authority on importation of glycerin and polypylene uh, glycol. The, the authority announced that it will begin sampling and testing all batches of imported glycerin and polypylene uh, glycol for DEG and EG at the ports as at the cost of the importers. This follows recent reports of the death of over 60 people in the Gambia and 99 children dying in Indonesia from acute kidney injury suspected to have been caused by diethylene glycol and ethylene glycol impurities found in pharmaceutical syrup formulations. Reacting to the new directive from the FDA, the Executive Secretary of the Importers and Exporters Association, Samson Asakia Wingobet, said they will fully comply with the new directive. As a result of the product, I don't think you, the importer, will be asked. It is important that we will have to comply. Uh, we should comply. Uh, we cannot say we are in a hard time and we bring any other things get through the market and that will lead end up killing our citizenry. I'm saying that the importer plan is the, is the one who's coming to buy your product. Uh, it's better the person is alive and buy a product than if the person is dead who will buy your product. I don't think any importer would say or any manufacturer would say, if you refuse to say you won't comply, definitely the FDA has the right by law uh, to detain your, your, your goods under detention, which they have said it. So it is, this is not the first time for importers to say we will not because we are in a hard time. And all the importers know that when you are bringing a food commodity or you are bringing a pharmaceutical product uh, by the Public Health Act, and that might the kind of food and that authority to check on all safety of whatever that goes in the human being's body. Uh, it's been recommended by the general food and drug authority. So uh, we have to comply and we have to support the FDA uh, and protect the lives of Ghanaians. Executive Secretary of the Importers and Exporters Association, Samson Asaki Awingobet. Now, the National Coordination Office of the African Continental Free Trade Area, AFTA, is urging key stakeholders in the trade sector to rally for a change in policies that would promote and favor women in the trading space. Dr. Farid Kwisiatha believes that policies that bridge inequalities in the trade environment will significantly impact the Ghanaian economy. Speaking at the second CATS GIZ public-private dialogue on making the after-work for women traders and women-led SMEs in Ghana, Dr. Farid Kwisiatha said the efforts of women in trade cannot be underestimated. Available data indicates that 90% of the world's businesses and more than half of global employment are concentrated in micro, small, and medium-sized enterprises. And although women constitute over half of our populations, the number of women-led businesses is estimated to be far below this. Increasing the participation of women in the labor market could increase the country's productivity, leading to greater economic diversification, innovation, and poverty reduction. Trade has an important role to play in driving this economic growth by supporting women's empowerment and by advancing gender equality. New trends in global trade, especially the rise in services, 
global value chains and the digital economy are opening up economic for women. But for women to reap these rewards, our countries, and particularly Ghana, needs to adopt reforms and trade in policy and, and, and reforms in trade policies that reduce discrimination against women whilst building the significant uh, human capital that women represent. That was the National Coordinator at the AFTA Coordination Office, Dr. Farid Chrissy Arthur. Let's now join Gideon Amweniche of Data Bank for the latest updates on the bonds market. The Data Bank bond in the closed Monday's trading session flat with a corresponding year-to-date return of negative 21.57%. Total deals executed across the market were worth 612 million Ghana cities. Trading activity were centered around the 2022-2025 maturities, which accounted for 81% of the total trading volume for the day at an average indicative yield of 33.50%. On the money market, an offer of 1.32 billion Ghana cities will be opened by the Ghanaian Treasury on Friday, 4th November, across the 91-day and the 182-day tennis. Proceeds will be used to refinance upcoming maturities worth 1.06 billion Ghana cities. That was Gideon Amweniche of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyal Enterprise Life, your advantage, Access Bank, Modern Banking, and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Michael Lubodu. Thank you for listening. Have a good business day. And as always, please stay safe. A Razi Timmy, A Razi incrementing my salary. This is all I ask this season. A Razi Bwami. Please stop disturbing God and switch your salary account to Access Bank now to get a triple salary. Oh yes, it's as simple as that. Switch your salary account to Access Bank and stand a chance of winning three times your monthly salary. You heard me right. Three times your salary. Also win exciting prizes like school fee scholarships, free DSTV subscriptions, interest-free loans, free insurance cover, cashback rewards, and a lot more by spending a minimum of 500 Ghana cities with any of our Visa cards. Promo runs now to 30th April 2023. This promo is in partnership with NLA on the Caritas Lottery Platform. Terms and conditions apply. Access Bank. Northern Bank. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Seven fourteen. Up next is Kickoff, brought to us by Lecheho. Have you updated your records with Lecheho? Remember that as a director from the Bank of Ghana, the Ghana card is now the only accepted ID for all financial transactions. Visit any Lecheho branch near you to update your records with your Ghana card to enable us to save you faster and better. You can also send a WhatsApp message to 0574065958 or 03022033. Lecheho, let's improve lives. Daniel Cranting is here. He's got the latest from the world of sport. It's time for kickoff. It's time for kickoff here on 97.3 City FM. My name is Daniel Cranting. In the headlines, the Ghana Football Association announced implementation 
of minimum wage for professional footballers in the country. We'll give you the latest in the final round of group games from the UEFA Champions League. And South Korea's Son Heung-ming is a doubt for the World Cup after Tottenham confirmed he would need surgery for an eye socket fracture. <laughs> Start off with some local football news and the Ghana Football Association has announced the implementation of a minimum wage and standard player contracts for professional footballers in the local league. These policies are expected to start in the 2023-24 season. Here's GFA President Keto Kriku speaking about the discussions with the Professional Footballers Association of Ghana regarding the smooth implementation of the policies. I remember my visit to the PFAG offices. We discussed the establishment of the standard player contract. We would cross the T's very soon. And hopefully in the new season, we would introduce standard player contracts that would ultimately protect every signatory to those contracts. I'm talking about the players. Beyond the introduction of the standard player contracts, we have also been discussing the introduction of minimum wages or minimum salaries for players especially professional players in this country. And God willing, next season, we should introduce minimum player salaries in this country for professional players. That was GFA President Keto Kriku speaking there. Moving on, Ghanaians have expressed mixed reaction regarding the decision by the Black Stars head coach Otuado to withhold his 55-man provisional squad from the public. Ghana is among a host of participation nations who have decided against putting out their provisional list. City Sports hit the streets to sample opinions of some Ghanaians on the matter, and this is what they had to say. Let's, let's give the benefit of the doubt and do whatever he feels. So I don't know, the one you give us the... Uh, uh, the most important is the results. Uh, so when he's able to do something better, then that is all. Um, last time, coach, I mean, to me, no good for me. This last time, coach, maybe uh, to me, let me ask someone join for the team to go to Qatar. To me, as a experienced player, uh-huh. he is the coach. He knows what he's doing. We may have our reservations about what he's done, but the blame and whatever, the praise all goes to him. So if that is what he has done, I think it's not, it's not bad. We are waiting for the list. Uh, I mean, well, shit, but there's, if you don't like anybody, there's nothing you can do. said I'm not comfortable with the court decision. Why we Ghanaians don't know our players we are going where uh, he presented them to FIFA. He's supposed to present the names to us so that we know who is going to represent us before we can even issue, uh, represent the, the names to the FIFA. Either we are comfortable with the prayers or not. We are not well pleased with what they are discussing because we are all Ghanaians. If anything is going on, the Black Star is for us all. It's not a one-man uh, one family issue. So that was a section of Ghanaians sharing their opinions on the issue. Moving on, the Ghana Football Association has confirmed Goyal as the official football partner for the Black Stars for the 2022 World Cup in Qatar. The two-year deal is worth $200,000 of fuel with no cash components. The GFA will be entitled to a maximum of 100000 
dollars worth of fuel every year during the partnership. Moving on, the GFA have chosen to remain tight-lipped regarding the Black Stars' budget for the World Cup. According to the Sports Minister, Mustafa Yusif, the budget will be reviewed after the tournament in Qatar. Speaking at the sidelines of the new goal sponsorship, GFA Vice President Makaru failed to give details of the budget submitted by his outfit to the Sports Ministry. But me, how would I know? No, no, no. I, I, at the top of my head, I cannot say because whatever budget we submitted long time ago, the ministry also have to add uh, certain uh, contingencies and other, other aspects of it, which we don't control. So I cannot, for the life of me, even begin to guess. But I believe whatever the minister, and I've heard a couple of sound bites, um, is talking about, we, 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 we plan to go as far as the final. So hopefully he, hopefully he puts all that in. How much did the GFA submit? On top of my head, I don't know. I, I don't know. top of my head. It's a long time ago. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. If I, if, if I tell you that I know on top of my head now, I'll be lying to you. That was GFA Vice President Mark Addo speaking there. Moving on, let's now get into our... Um, World Cup fact series today in Qatar. Ivan Sofuchumensa speaks about Argentina's captain line or Messi. Welcome to today in Qatar at 18 years. Lionel Messi scored his first World Cup goal against Serbia at the 2006 World Cup and became Argentina's youngest goal scorer at the tournament. The PSG attacker has scored six goals in total at the World Cup after subsequent strikes against Nigeria, Iran and Bosnia and Herzegovina. Qatar 2022 will be the fifth World Cup for the seven-time Ballon d'Or winner who has played at four consecutive World Cups from 2006 to 2018. The 2010 tournament was a frustrating campaign for the Argentine who failed to score in South Africa. He had a better campaign four years later in 2014, scoring four times in seven games. Lionel Messi won the golden ball in Brazil, but Argentina lost to Germany in the final. The ex-Barcelona winger scored once in his last World Cup in 2018 as his country was eliminated in the quarterfinals. You heard Ivan Sofuchumanso with today's episode of Today in Qatar. The final round of group games concluded last night in the UEFA Champions League. Real Madrid, they were 5-1 winners over Celtic to top their group. Schalke or Shakhtar were beaten by four goals to nil against RB Leipzig. AC Milan beat RB Salzburg by four goals to nil. Olivier Giroud grabbing a brace in that particular game. Maccabi Haifa were beaten by six goals to one against Benfica. Benfica topped their group as a result of that. Um, Copenhagen and Dortmund played out a 1-1 draw. Manchester City were 3-1 winners over Sevilla with 17-year-old Rico Lewis scoring on his Champions League debut. He also picked up the Man of the Match award. Man City manager Pep Guardiola was full of praise for his youngster. Oh, he's so smart. He made the standing ovation for all the, you know, all way long. Uh, yeah, he played really good. First half more inside, the second wider and... Uh, Passes from Julian was amazing and the finishing as well. So 70 years old, but he's so clever, so intelligent. Typical guy that you say something, he understands everything. He doesn't need to practice more because he knows exactly what happened during during the game. Yeah, really, yeah. Happy for him, from Josh, for the minions, from Sergio, for all you know, the players. The first half was a little bit... We, we were there. 
but uh, we struggled to attack, especially because we played, I think, right foot in the left and uh, left foot in the right and you go inside and then with five in the back is more difficult in the second half with Sergio with left and Rico on right and more people you know call and feel a second half we're more close to Julian That's Manchester City manager Pep Guardiola speaking there elsewhere Juventus were beaten by two goals to one at home against PSG Chelsea came from behind to beat Dinamo Zagreb by two goals to one they had um, some injury concerns at the end of the game with Chilwell limping off at the end of that particular game. Chelsea manager Graham Potter says the injury does not look good. Yeah, not great. Um, obviously, when he pulls up like that, it's a, it's a concern, so we need, to, we need to scan it, but it's not positive at the moment. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a blow for us on an otherwise positive evening, I think. Um, it's a blow. Um, to see him pull up like that, it's, it's, it's not... Uh, not a great sight, so we fingers crossed that when we get it scanned, it isn't as bad like you say. It can be, um, it can be not as severe, but we have to fingers crossed at the moment. But clearly, we're disappointed. You heard Chelsea manager Graham Potter speaking there. Moving on, and Tottenham Hotspur forward Son Heung-Ming needs surgery to stabilise a fracture around his left eye and his involvement in the World Cup is in doubt. The 30-year-old suffered the injury in Tottenham's 2-1 win in Marseille in the Champions League on Tuesday. Son has scored 35 goals in 104 appearances for his country, who are in Group H in Qatar alongside Ghana, Portugal and Uruguay. South Korea's first game at the World Cup will be against Uruguay on 24th November. That brings an end to kickoff here on 97.3 City FM. My name is Daniel Cranting. For more sports news, visit citysportsonline.com. Kickoff was brought to you by Le Shehu. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3.
733. You're still the City Breakfast Show. Send us your messages on 0549-986-996. Few birthdays coming in. This one is from Mr. Sheriff Apia, communications manager at the Ghana Integrated Aluminium Development Corporation. To his wife, Mrs. Rahel Apia, Rahel Apia, who works at the Dankwa Institute. And says, may God bless you. May God continue to put smiles on your face and unite us forever. You've been that perfect wife and I couldn't have wished for any other. So that's coming from Mr. Sheriff Appear to his wife, Mrs. Rahel Appear. This one says, Happy 40th birthday to Pamela Naakushika Brown of PURC Greater Cry Regional Office. And the message is, We hope this decade brings you love, happiness, and all the good stuff life has to offer. That's coming from the Research and Corporate Affairs team of PURC. This was a kindly wish my sister of uh, Prudential Life Insurance, Dankwa Branch, Dankwa Branch, Kesha Ferguson. That's from um, senior brother and partner in crime, the person they add their name. This one says, kindly wish Valike Bewonyo a stupendous birthday. From Lovelace, Bernie and Elinam Bewonyo. This one says, help me wish my son, Jehoshaphat Kofi Eshan Otre, a happy fifth birthday from your father, Amos Otre, your mother, Rosemary Otre, and your sisters, Marcia, Ethel, and Mekadesh, and your big brother, Kelvin. This one says, happy birthday to Dr. Charles Kwatinga Safweje. And the message is, you are a solid rock to us, your children. And the message is coming from uh, Nanama Iraba Jr., Ajewa, uh, and Mami. Uh, happy birthday, Nana Kufia Bakamwa, a.k.a. Shata of St. Bernadette Superior School, Dan Soman. I wish you success in all your endeavors, and may the good Lord guide you from your uncles, Ajingo, that's Paul Ajimai, and Ni Lai. Also, some um, good wishes coming from Michael Katahina. He got some outstanding customer service. He's very happy <laughs> about it. So he says, um, I want to give a shout out to a worker at Stamping Back East Legon Branch. Uh, I was totally blown away by her excellent customer service. She was very pleasant, courteous, and extremely helpful as she helped me and my son through a transaction. So Leticia Arthur uh, from the uh, Lagos Road Stamping Bank branch, mm. Michael Katahena says you deserve a medal. Okay. And so keep up the good customer service. Mm. This one says happy blessed birthday to Lord Koramoa. Or is it Koramoa? Head of marketing at SNET UCC Breading Group wishes you a wonderful and exciting birthday. Happy birthday to my mom, Baida Moluko uh, Sapo. She's 68. That's coming from Josh in Teshi. Don't forget that later this morning at 10.30, we have the CTTV roundtable discussion on Galamse and its threat to uh, water security in Ghana between 10.30 and 12.30, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. It will be hosted by Vivian Kailoko and it's live on CTTV and CTFM. But it's been a week of um, 
people reacting to the fuel price increase. Let's not forget on Sunday, the president had his address. He spoke about a number of things. Some people say the takeaway was Sikampedidi, whatever it is. There's a lot of talk and chatter and a lot of conversations around the increasing prices of items. Fuel, sachet water, that kind of thing. And transport fares, and lots of people are, are, are talking about that. Yesterday, we had a good number of messages, and people were talking about the transport, the increases in transport fares. And this morning, a couple of messages have come. We'll go through that a little later. But you can tell that it's um, it's a very, very demanding time. A very, very, very demanding time. Very. And several people are complaining. Everybody, everybody. If you go on social, for example, you find people talking about fuel this morning i was even sharing with you my own fuel experience <laughs> and all of that Koku, you, are, you are yet to buy fuel i'm yet to buy oh, not, you are not looking forward to it at, at all. all at all but mm. it's it's i have to buy a few you know the kind of movements i do and the the number of human beings i carry around yeah. <laughs> and in my house it's it's yeah. you know it's it's one of those things that is difficult. Some people have the alternative, especially, you know, if you're a young single person mm-hmm. and you have a car, you can decide maybe to park that, depending on what you do. Yeah, maybe if it's just a, like to work and mm-hmm. back, maybe you can decide, okay, I'll park it, I'll take public transport. But even that is going up. But a lot of people don't have that option. They You've got really to drive. You know? so, so, somebody sent me a picture on, on, mm-hmm. on my Twitter page. Very interesting. It says, in 2019, mm-hmm. it says, my first fuel receipt at 4 CD 94 in 2019. Okay, okay 4 CD 94. Yes, and he spent a total of 70 CDs. Okay. 70 CDs. At the time, to, to buy petrol. Yes, 70 CDs. This is what he spent in 2019. I'm sure then he thought it was absolutely outlandish. Yeah. 70 CDs uh, what? He, he said he bought oh. a total of se- so the invoice ah, okay. a total of seventy cities. to fill his tank. To fill his tank, I, I think it is. I'm yeah. sure then he must have. He's a rich man. No, no, oh, he's seventy Se- cities. Back 70 then, ah, uh, not seven hundred. No, seventy yes. back then. Oh, seventy mm. cities. Seventy. Which car is that? I don't know, I but don't. it was it was uh, four point. It was four point nine four then. But but later. but what's happening with me yesterday, for instance, was I drove around a bit checking the fuel station prices, then. Made a decision on which one was the cheapest. Uh-huh. So I ended up at, there's a filling station right in the corner here, uh, another baka, uh-huh. you know. And then I went there and I bought my 200 Aloski. <laughs> oh, Aloski said, nah, that's Charlie, I, bought Aloski. I bought my 200. I bought my 200. Because if I, if I try to buy more, Charlie, but you, I can't. But you will, you will end up and will have to buy more. Yeah, yes, he, 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 he doesn't have to. <laughs> bought my 200. He can take public transport. You Can you? I can't. He can't. he can't. There's nothing preventing from taking public transport. He can't. <laughs> Bernardino, Bernard, Bernard can you take public the, transport? Why not? The, the nature, the no, nature no, of... Go through your schedule. Like your, my schedule for the day. Yes. I'm, I'm asking Aloski to do the same. So the the who schedule are, the, you... The people who are taking public transport, and they human No, I'm saying that it. everybody has their movement, what they, yes. the, the kind of commitments they have as far as where you go each day, whether it's just to work from home and back, and back. whether easy. you're somebody who has to travel around doing business, yes. whether you're someone who has children, who you have to pick up and drop off from school as well as part of your your route, whether or not, you know, that, it's, so I'm asking, so do you, are you the kind of person who can say, you know what, I can park my car, no. take public transport and accomplish everything I do in a day? No, no. I think you, you see now. Thank you. That's it. But you know, what's interesting is that these things are all related because, you know, when, when we discuss public transport, sometimes some people feel it's like a 
a boring topic. Mm. Like when we talk about Ayalolo and we keep insisting that spending money to just import buses without a transportation right. system is criminal. People feel, oh, you you are making too much noise. You don't really know what you're talking about. So we import buses. But, you know, importing buses is not putting up a system. Importing buses is procurement. Because a system is how things are connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there are routes that must be preserved. The buses must function. There must be a payment system. You know, the buses must be of different grades. We don't have a public transportation system. 30 years of a democracy. It's a shame. Mm. All the public means of transport are privately owned. Private, yeah. The public ones are we've not run, working. Yeah, we've run them aground. The uh, MMT, even GAPTI. It's almost like we deliberately sabotage. For me, I think that we have to become radical. For me, one of the things we need to ask for in the next election is that no public official should be given free fuel. Mm-hmm. Nobody should be given free fuel. Everybody, see, if uh, you can buy fuel from your salary, why can't the Minister of Finance do the same? Mm-hmm. Do you understand? If, why, why should... Why, we all have salary. And their salaries are public. Their salaries are more than yours. If you can buy petrol from your salary, why should somebody get free fuel? Why should somebody be given a fuel coupon to drive a V8? When you... Because your salary is lower than theirs. Mm-hmm. They don't pay rent. No. Do they? I don't. You, when it comes to rent, you are scratching your head. <laughs> No, let's, let's, be, let's be honest here. You get me? Because if people, if citizens are... Suff- I mean, look at the movement of fuel prices from the 70s. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a, there's an artwork that one of our team members did. And we are looking at just diesel. Oh, yeah. From June. The mm-hmm. evolution of diesel prices. Okay, let's look at petrol. Mm-hmm. What they call uh-huh. super. Yes. yes. Premium motor spirit. Yes. Mm-hmm. So from June, so for example, in June... Charlie. The first, so j- let's say about 10, 10 CDs, 10.99, that was the maximum, mm-hmm. yeah. or say 11 CDs. In July, we went to 11 CDs 30. In August, 11 CDs 15. Yeah, I've been looking at the second pricing I'm window. I've been looking at the second pricing window. So if you do the first, do a first pricing okay, window. The first pricing window, we did 10 CD 10. For right? June. Yeah. For June. Per, per what? Per, uh, per liter. Per liter. 10 CDs. 10 CDs 10 per 10 pesos per liter. Per liter. In July, we went to 11 CDs 59 pesos. So essentially 12 CDs. Good. In August, we went 10.95. Came back to 11. In September, we did 11.55. Okay. October, we did 11.10. Where are we in November? We are in 17.99. That's 18. That's 18 CDs. So, if you move from 10 to 18 in, in six months. Six months. 10 to 18 10 is about 80% increase. You know, nobody in this country's salary has increased by even 50%. Fuel is has the greatest pass-through of all. Okay, so if... And I, I agree with Dr. Charles Rokubrobi on point Eyewitness News two days ago that if the MPA cannot regulate fuel prices, it has no business mm-hmm. just telling us that this is the reason why the price has gone up. Even Dr. Tui Champon can tell us that. So if the MPA's function is simply say, oh, this window, and now what it does is that because they, they announced that then Dan Kanamo will come and say, yeah, in the second price window. No, guys, you see, this is very serious. Politicians use petrol gallons to campaign to win elections. Oh, yeah, of course. Then when they are in power, they decide that deregulation is something we've all agreed, and it means that we can't do anything about fuel prices. That's not true. The, 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 our, our peculiar challenge, Koku, is that the inflation has many causes. Our inflation, some of it is imported because our economy is heavily import-dependent. Yeah. But that's not the only reason. Listen to the lady that Eno Safo spoke to in the market. 
You know, you know what? A few months ago, we did a show and we were asking why things are expensive in Ghana relative to other countries. And we gave about five factors. I remember they even voted. We said uh, there was, uh, I don't know, I think there was something to do with import dependence, fuel prices, and there was something called the Ghanaian pricing culture and exchange rate. I don't think it's even the pricing culture anymore. It doesn't make sense. Why should decision makers not... Because, you see, in advanced countries... Look, I was in Denmark. I was supposed to interview a minister in 20... I think it was 2017. Mm -hmm. Some of the people in this office came on bicycles to work. You can see the weather is cool. They were wearing their suit and rode their bicycle to work. I was in Switzerland... Most of the people I met used the tram. The tram, yeah. In fact, very few people would drive their own cars to work in some of those countries. Because it's even expensive. Too. We, in Ghana, we have not fought for public things to be done for us. Look at the trotro human being sitting. That's why I was asking why you can't take trotro to work. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we we say this and people think, why should somebody who's driving a V8 get free fuel, and I who comes to clean his office, who lives at Kaswa? There's no public way of bringing me to work. Why can't I sit on a train from Kaswa to work? Why should I sit in a Trotsky and come and clean the office of somebody who, and he's working for me, he's my servant. How will he make a decision to favor me? So I'm saying that we have to re- remove the pecs we attach. Because for me, the people, okay, why did MPs now say they will remove their finance minister? Why are MPP MP saying that they will ruin the finance minister? Because Didn't they know from, the from two years ago that the borrowing was too much? Mm-hmm. Mm. You, you understand? So until the people feel it, they don't do what you want. They, they don't know, they don't understand what you mean by... Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you pay 18 CDs? Hmm. Hey, think about, think about it. 18 how? And, and, and how do you pay that? Mm-hmm. Just to put And people are speaking English. MPA is telling us pricing windows, something. What are you talking about? Stop. How are you giving people fuel? And they say they've cut down value. Why on earth should somebody who is paid almost six times what an average worker is paid get free fuel on top? Are we correct? Mm. And we are all singing and shouting about it. So all those groups that met the president the previous week, did they talk about these things? That you have to stop. Yeah, honestly, you, how do you give... Why should you give somebody get a fuel voucher? How do you subsidize the rich so that the poor will... Look, transportation fares have gone up. The poor use, tra- use public... Tra- you haven't invested in public transport. You haven't reduced fuel prices. And you are giving fuel coupons to people who are driving V8. Are you correct? Seriously, no, let's be, let's be honest. And we are all sitting and, and saying what? And we have allowed it. This system... This, this, we, if, you, if, the, if the government is serious about austerity, austerity must begin with cutting all these trappings. You, if you are going to rent a house, you don't rent a house because luckily... Mm, you continue. My brother. <laughs> somebody comes into office, he's given a free house, he's given a cook, he's given free car, he's given free transportation. How will he think about you in his decision making? Even Christ, they said because he wore flesh, he felt what we felt. That's how he was able to help us. If you don't feel what we feel, can you help us? When we talk about dollarization of rent, who owns the properties that is selling in dollars? <laughs> Nathan, if, if we, you see, for me, if we don't, we, we, there are, you see, Ghana's problems, I know some of them are deep, some of them are complicated, but there are some that are very simple. You are, you are spending too much on government that is ineffective. And because of that, they are insensitive to the people's plight. They don't see it that way. Oh, please. Do they? 
Well, it's because we don't tell them enough. No, but, Bernard, indeed, we don't. Ah. Why, uh, Godfrey? We don't. You see, they don't listen to you. They listen to they, they list two things. Look at the people who have been assembled to go and meet the president ahead of the announcement last week. Banking managers, AGI, Guta, pastors. Um, did, did they call journalists? No. Nope. Did they call Did they call teachers? I don't know. Sure. Do they call trotter drivers? Certainly Maybe they call GPRT. They call GPRT. They call GPRT. But that was to discuss price. My point is that we haven't learned to speak to to power. We don't understand servant leadership, right? So every time we go, and I'm not saying go and be rude. I'm saying that use facts to prove that the thing is not working. Okay, we we haven't. When they come to your house, that you should vote for them. Why do you vote for them? Why do you cheer them? Maybe because they are from your hometown or they speak the same language. Maybe that's what empowers them to do. I, in which society will you have a, a system that subsidizes government officials? Now, every director somewhere has a V8. And there are a lot of them. A director of entities that don't, that don't even do anything. I mean, that's what, that, take, take, <laughs> the, take the Ghana Register. Eh? Take the Ghana Register and look at the number of government entities there are. There are some you haven't even heard of. <laughs> National Archives and Monuments. You'll be shocked that the CEO there he also gets free fuel. Just that. But there are so oh, many. Oh, if, let me annoy you if more. If you go through... I, I've, I've, I've met a couple of state officials who have security escorts. Yeah. And I ask myself, who is trying to be... Who's, who's coming to get you? With the position that you hold. Like you said, you might meet the... Hypothetically. Yeah. You'll be sure that you yeah, meet the, museum, the yeah. museum's director. But yeah. he has a policeman yeah. holding his phone. Meanwhile... For what? Meanwhile, they have large... Swates of this country which are under police. Which don't have policemen. People have 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 hired have been given police officers to stand by them. And hold their so when they are coming for him, the policeman is looking. Meanwhile, you go to just drive out of Accra. So I am saying that for me, the citizens have also allowed this to continue because honestly speaking, you cannot subsidize. Okay, if you are in an austerity program, where, where is thirty percent salary? Are you? St- what, what do you mean thirty percent salary? Godfrey, if I used to pay you um, three, four thousand, even five thousand CDs, mm-hmm. if I used to pay you five thousand CDs in twenty twenty post COVID, that five thousand CDs is worth like it's, it's, it's worth like eight hundred CDs. Yes. Yeah. So, so it's the, the the truth is that if we actually discount our earnings on the basis of inflation, we are. You get me? So the the twelve measures that were announced, I don't even see. This is not an austerity plan. And you see, I, I made this point. We have three things. We have borrowed too much. If your revenue doesn't meet your expenditure, there are two things you do. This one is very simple. Though. You earn 1,000 CDs. And you spend 1,500 on your living expenses. Mm-hmm. There are two things you can do. You can either let Godfrey give you 500 CDs. So you get the 500. Mm-hmm. But that's borrowing. But the international market says you are not credible. So we will give you 500. Yeah, yeah. So that 1,000 CDs that you earn, you have to raise it to 1,005. You can't steal because you'll be arrested. So, what do you do? You lower the thousand five. You say that thousand five. No, we won't buy uh, this thing. Uh, coconut. We won't buy coconut oil. It's too expensive. Mm-hmm. We'll buy a different kind of oil. We'll reduce our expenditure to nine hundred cities. So I have thousand cities to uh, hundred cities to save. This is the same as a country. You have your expenditures are high. Your revenue are low. And try you can't tax us anymore. Because after the tax, they won't pay. <laughs> you can't, so, you can't, so in that, in the, in the thousand city example, the government introduced e levy. People revolted, but they are still paying. 
VAT and all these things, the thing that happened in Kumasi. So in the Ghana example, government is very constrained in raising revenue. Government cannot borrow externally. The logical thing to do is to cut down on expenditure. That's what an austerity program means. Now, an austerity program will not work if the people taking the decision don't bear the brunt of the cut. Do you get me? Yeah. So this is why Sinak, or what's his name? The UK guy. That's why he's, he's yeah. prime yeah. minister. He proposed an austerity program. Liz Truss says, no, we are going to do tax cuts because we are going to spend our way out of a recession. It doesn't work. Okay? So the market said Sinak's policy makes sense. So they cut. So BBC, they are cutting. All the major agencies in the UK are cutting. And I'm saying this is mathematics. So you see, you can argue over whether... Uh, Nathan is funny or not, but when it comes to mass, you don't argue. You see, because Ghana, the numbers never lie. So in Ghana, they, they are, this is not an argument. This is your revenue. This is your expenditure. This is your yeah. borrowing. This one, we don't even need to argue. Put the numbers down and let's all agree where the cut will come from. We are dilly dallying. Then we are saying traders stop overpricing. People don't sabotage. All these are peripheral issues. The main issue is that the government has not introduced an austerity program. No support, and, and it's because. The, the excess fat of our spending Damn. is not even for the poor. Which is why every time people say free SHS, sometimes I say, look, for me, when you spend money for poor people, I don't have a problem. Because the, the, our expenditure is top heavy. Do you get me? So it's, we said we are banning travels. We don't know if it's been implemented. There's so many things we said. 30%, we don't know. In many countries, when there's austerity, what they do is that they reduce the cost of public transport. Mm-hmm. And they say, ask for petrol prices to be up. But we'll subsidize those who take petrol. So It's happening in places like Germany. So if you say you will drive your car to work, it's your own problem. Yeah. Otherwise, join trust. Yeah. But here, the trust is... You, you can't get... Ayalolo I- is hiding in the it. corner. They can't yeah. move it. So for me, I, I feel that the government, for it to be credible before the international community, before the IMF, and before citizens, must come up with a proper austerity plan beginning with the size of the government, the expenditure and the things that it subsidizes for people, all these appointees. It does not look like that is an option they have considered. They will be forced to. Because you see... I doubt. There's nothing you can do. Godfrey, I've done the numbers. There's, there's nothing. I'm not arguing. Nobody's going to give us so. any money anywhere. IMF money will not come if you have a debt, a, 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 a sustainable debt yes. position. Mm-hmm. So the debt issue there, nobody's going to give any money at any reasonable price. You, if you say, you are going, who are you going to raise tax from? Hmm. Which aspect of your life is not taxed now? All of Everyone. When they went to put the GRA poll in Kumasi, they, they didn't even agree. Because they, they are saying that you are making it seem as if we, the, the, the informal people, are not paying tax. But we earn very little. And you don't do a lot for us. You get me? In, in societies where taxes are high, the, the public services are very, very clearly yes. delivered. You, you, you benefit. Canada. Scan- Scandinavia. Those, yes, Scandinavian countries. In those places, I took, I took a, a, somebody hired a taxi for me to visit him in Denmark. He said, Bernard, collect the receipt when you go to Ghana. I'll come to Ghana in two months. I need that receipt from the taxi driver. Because I have, <laughs> do you understand? So I'm just saying that we have not invested in the public goods. Places that we are supposed to tax, property, you tax. Six years. Because they own the property. And they, that's like the point. So, I'm saying that the math will force us to do an austerity program. You do it kicking and screaming, but there's nothing else you can do. Now, they said, I heard something, they said they are going to do, uh, they are going to restrict the number of dollars you spend mm-hmm. to import something, something. Mm. Godfrey, 
it, it's not going to work. The, until the government leads by example. Listen to the trader Enno spoke to. She was giving the brain on how they calculate their pricing. They understand VAT. They understand transportation and pass through. They didn't, they didn't go to Harvard. But they understand that their incomes are being eroded. So for me, I think the government has to be clear on an austerity plan, starting with itself. A lot of these appointees who we don't hear of until they come on air. Mm-hmm. The last time we checked, it was about 6,000. If you like go to SIGA, let SIGA do their report. You have the SIGA oh, report. Yeah. And the majority of them are not doing, they are not earning no money. But we are all, adding, all, we are not all kinds of, all kinds of people you didn't know existed. Mm. All kinds of companies you didn't know existed. You have, you have been reading the SIGA report. <laughs> so that's why you, 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 you have a PhD in SIGA. But, but, but the truth is, Bernard, I, all these things that you are saying, mm. so we should have heard last week. When the president gave the address. So, it comes back to, the whole week of meetings which you've raised, mm. what did they tell him? What did he hear? What, are, what, what numbers do they look at? Prior to that meeting being held, the president has taught virtually every region in this country. Mm-hmm. What did he see? What did he hear <laughs> when he went on those things? You who see, told him what? Who told him what? <laughs> because when you put all those things together, <laughs> we should not have heard what we heard on Sunday in the form that we heard it. <laughs> but we are calm about it. Okay, and we are suffering, and things are going on. It does not. It does not look like the voices of the people or the situation. And I've told you this before. There's a bubble around that building. At uh, what's the name of the place that Flagstaff houses? Uh. The realities of the country do not exist in that space. Maybe what we can do is that we can run some numbers to show. I'm saying that I'm, I'm making a prediction. I'm making a prediction that. There will be an austerity program because when you the IMF will insist on it. There's there's nothing else. Have yeah, but you see, Godfrey, that for me, I I I don't understand the politics of governance that well. But when it comes to numbers and budgets, I am saying that where Ghana has gotten to, it goes without saying. The only thing is where will we cut? For example, are we going to meet people like Sinchi? Are we going to do a Sinchi type thing? Call everybody and say. Um, what do you call it? Teachers, doctors. There's already a lot of agitation. When extraordinary times goes for extraordinary measures, are we going to call everybody and say, we all know that Ghana is broke, even though we've agreed that we're going to pay everybody this increase. Starting from me, I'm going to remove this, that, 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 that. So what can you also do? I think that's the way to go. So, okay, I have decided that we are going to cut our ministers by X percent. We are going to do this, this, that, 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 that. This is what I put on the table. Labor unions. This is everybody cutting. When they do that, then we all sign. Okay, we all sign. Then you can't go and say you are going to strike next week. But if they don't do that, you saw Jampo's letter last two mm. days ago. That's what I'm saying. If the government doesn't treat this like an extraordinary time of people, because everybody is asking for their pound of flesh. Now uh, Utah is saying that government has unilaterally refused. Yeah. So Charlie, they mean that, that because the, the government has still not seen that business as usual is not going to work. They've not understood that where we are, we have to call everybody to the table. Either they've understood that, or for whatever it's pride, I don't know, they don't want to do it, they, or maybe somebody suggested they don't want to do it. I'm saying that they, I don't see how we are going to extricate ourselves from this if there isn't some conversation that says, This is what I have put on the table from my side. Please help me. It must be an appeal. He must be, it's not, this is not a time to come and lecture people. If we don't do it, we'll be, we'll be forced to do it kicking and screaming. You mark my words. It's uh, 
minute after eight. Time for tech and social media trends. That's brought to us by... By our friends on Vodafone. Now, for many of us, social connections get us through the day, which is why Vodafone's refreshed red offers now give you so much value. Get your favorite red offers on Star 200 Hash and enjoy longer conversations with friends and family. Dial Star 200 Hash today. Vodafone, further together. It's also brought to you by Cal Bank, and you can shop online or in-store using our range of debit and prepaid cards, Visa, MasterCard, and GH Link. To learn more, call 08. 800 500 500 Calbank forward together You can tell that the key to look forward and speak into the microphone. Uh, anyway, it's, it's time for taking social media trends. Daniel Cranting is, is back. Hi, guys. <laughs> do the update. What's, do, do the update. What's going on here? Hi, Daniel. Hi, how, how are you? We missed you. Okay, please protect me. What, what's happening? Protect My, you from what? Godfrey. Your, <laughs> <laughs> your life is in danger from what? I will knock him when he returns. <laughs> okay, you, you can knock him outside. outside. After, right yeah. now, we need to take on social media trends from him. So please don't knock him just yet. Oh, thank you, Koku, for saving my life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, things are happening in this country. They <laughs> are? Shatawali. Hmm. Shatawali, he's something. <sighs> yeah, we've been seeing the tweets. Yes. The so messages, the, the, mm, the, so the, the social media posts. Beef be with Bulldog. Yeah. Mm. Then we are sitting there. Shatawali has come to put on Facebook that Bulldog should tell us the truth behind the death of uh, Parkes's former manager. Yeah. And that he would tell everybody what he told him and how he planned it with boys and things. Now the police have entered. <laughs> come and tell us. He said, Shata, come here, quick. Mm-hmm. Come and tell us what you know. Mm-hmm. Shata could be in trouble though. Mm-hmm. Because one, if it is true, it could be that he sat on it. Yeah. If it is not true, he's put out false information. Yes. False information again. Strike two. Shatter. Adding. Mm. Oh. It's the when they, if they do for sure, when they do, you know, quick, go and snitch. Mm. <laughs> Baby Jet is also mm. in the trains. He was sitting in his house peacefully. Then FIFA came. FIFA came to set up camera lights. Yeah, he said, Baby did. Jet, 2010 penalty. Mm-hmm. Why did he let this man breathe? <laughs> <laughs> The guy, oh no, where there's baby jet, there's news. I'm sure he's not the only person, I don't know why he's not the only person to have missed a penalty, but I get the I guess the weight of the, the weight moment. of it. Yeah. yeah, he said he doesn't know how the ball hit the bow, he said he doesn't know how it went up. <laughs> Charlie, it happens, it happens. Let's yeah, just the, rehashing the pain. I'm sure he still haunts him more. Baby, don't worry, eh? you are still the goat. Yeah, yeah. I remember when we were growing up, my grandpa can I tell you, Tony Boa. I mean, tell you mentioned some names, be that you don't know. So oh, this boy, yeah, I said, Grandpa, relax. He didn't go to work up. They didn't go to work up. Maybe went to three work up. The whole Africa, maybe is the leading goal scorer at the work up. Africa, maybe is the good. Oh, <laughs> take your place and look at him, look at him. This is work up. Top guy, baby Jet. Danny K. Oh, but okay. it's true. Danny K. Nathan. Yep. Do you know Casaprego? Yes, Casaprego. Yeah. I know Casaprego. You say they are doing double-double. Mm-hmm. They are double-double. Do you understand double-double? No, what does that mean? The thing that Agrada was supposed to do and she couldn't do for her people. Cassandra <laughs> was doing for their people. Oh, okay. If you take 3K, come and take 6K. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you take 5K, come and take 10K. Mm-hmm. We are doubling the salary. 
So that's Most what times happens. are hard. Ah, okay. Oh, cars are very cool. They make God, a lot of money. People drink their The beverages. God who touched the heart of the Casabreco CEO mm. touched the hearts of all CEOs across this country. Amen. Let the companies make money so that they can double it for us. Mm. So that mm. we can survive the hard yeah, times. Because, time. because now when you are driving, when you look up and you see 17.99. <laughs> hey! Nitan, I'm sorry. A few months ago, I gave me, I came to complain about ACDs. <laughs> you didn't I know. Beg. You didn't know where we are going. I beg, you take ACDs. I'll take the ACDs. If it's, if it's even 10, I'll take the 10. <laughs> 17 points. We can't take it anymore. It's too hard. Hey. Oh, man. I, can't, I can't do this again. It's okay. You can, it's okay. On top of that, too. And I'm also that if I want to keep my this thing. You have to play $8. I have to play $8 a month. Oh, what is all this? Hey. <laughs> It's okay. When it was my turn to be an arrows, now everything is basa. Eh? Mm. Mommy, take me back. I don't, I don't, I don't want to grow. <laughs> <laughs> that was taken to show me the truth. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Anyway, Creamy Plus, bringing you all the messages, the ones we've read, the ones we'll read, and it's taking you back to the original creamy taste of evaporated milk, and it's a great compliment to all the things you love to drink, your tea, coffee, guys, soaking, smash cake, all your cereals, has uh, essential vitamins, and has vegetable fat, and it's gentler on the stomach. Find some in your girl shops, your bachelor tutels, and other supermarkets in your neighborhood. You can also contact Less Farm Distributors at Madina Rich Junction on 0501682522 or Grace has found us at a cooker photo in Dansoman on 0245162747. Amalta Guinness is saying that a nourished new season is here and it's inviting you to watch and support the goodness in women's football with the Malta Guinness Women's Premier League. Follow every pass, tackle, and goal as our ladies are some stars to fuel your passion for football follow it on social hashtag multi-gainswpl and watch the matches live on max tv every week now polonia city is inviting you to the 2022 edition of their family day polonia city is across newest 250 million dollar city equipped with state-of-the-art infrastructure and come and network with like-minded execs and business owners and take a tour of our futuristic city as we um, explore the most viable investment options in today's tricky market. It's happening on Saturday, November 12th at a Dumois place located at the heart of Apollonia City. There will be buses leaving the Accra Mall at 8 a.m. See you there. Sending your messages on 0549 986 996. 
And Abena was uh, talking about traders and all. So Enosafo, uh, she went to the market to interact with some traders to ascertain how they price their goods. Because in the mix of all of these things, some people have pointed to pricing, heavy pricing, at one factor. They are doing their own they're thing. Doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. So Enosafo, to be fair, I was asking somebody, mm-hmm. you know, somebody was telling me that they import and that like when they placed their order, maybe the dollar was at 10 and then the by time, the time the thing came, the exactly. dollar was at 11. I said, okay, but you paid for it in 10. He said, no, no, no. By the time I'm paying, even if I placed the order and it was in 10, I when I'm paying, it's 12. Mm-hmm. So even though I bought it at theoretically 10. at 10, because I'm now, I'm paying after I have some sales. It's gone up. And I said, so how do you know when I to get 13 or 14? So we have to do some small margin. So you, <laughs> maybe she explained. Yeah. So, so let's, let's listen to um, traders at the Adobushi market mm. who say that uh, they've debunked all the theories that profiteering is also part of these recent price hikes. Mm. The Ababloshi market is touted as one of the biggest in Accra. It is also known for the affordability of the goods that it provides. Basically, anything and everything that you want, consumable goods that you want to buy, you can find right here at the Ababloshi market. The question is, are these consumables just as affordable as people think they are? We're going to go inside, speak to some retailers and wholesalers, and find out from them whether indeed the prices are still affordable. We're currently at one of the shops in Agwabloshi. Uh, they sell rice, they sell seasoning cubes, they sell oil, they sell a whole lot of other things that um, people consume on a daily basis. Now, one of the things that most people have been co- um, complaining about in recent times has been the price of oil and rice. We're going to walk inside and speak to the woman whose shop this is to, so that she can explain to us how they price their goods. We see a lot of the things that you sell here. How, uh, how is the market now in terms of pricing? Everything is up. Everything is up. Everybody is increasing his goods. And they are determining the prices by the benchmark, the dollar, the VAT, and increase in petrol. That is the basis of the price increment. And the prices are going on each day. We don't even know what to do. People come here and they come by, then they go. So the market is very slow because still there is increment in prices. Most people have been complaining about the prices of rice and oil. How much is a bag of rice? A bag of rice, when you are talking about the non-perfume, that is, we categorize it as wache. It goes from 500 upwards. The, and and uh, the other ones, the perfume light, it starts from 40 kilos, 700 and above. It goes to 1,000, depending on the type of value and quality you want. And then the oil, how much is a big gallon? The big gallon. As we are talking today, from Wilma, Ghana, the producers of right or their price is still 1,000 from the company. Today is 1st November 2022. If I'm wrong, they should go to Wilma, Ghana and confirm their prices. But there are other oils that are coming in. It starts now from 700 upwards. That is the 25 liters oil. You mentioned the benchmark policy, um, Forex, uh, VAT, as well as petrol. petrol. Accounting, is, is that what accounts for the price increment? Yes. 
So that means the price increment is not um, specifically from your end? No, please. It's from the manufacturers of the goods. When they import, the benchmark determines the duty they are going to pay. And the dollar determines the exchange rate for them to buy the goods outside. And the petroleum determines how the goods reaches to their warehouse before they supply. And the VAT determines how much they are going to sell. So that is all the basis for the price increment. So if the government wants to do something about it, he should start from the factories. Should go them, ask them the basis of their calculation of the increment in prices. Then he will sit down with them and see if they are overpricing. From there, they descend down to us. Because we are serving, we are wholesalers and retailers at the same time, serving the final consumers. Imagine an instance, you go and buy a sardine. Today they are quoting the cheapest sardine in the system for 340 CD from the company, per one box. That is China sardine because the sardines are also in specification. The qualities differ. the price. So the cheapest is 340. Imagine when you buy it at 340. It's inside 7 CD something. 6 CD, 90 pesos or something. You are coming here and you sell one for 7 CD. So that it will be 350 CD. Out of the 350, you buy career bags to serve the customers. Out of that 10 CD, you pay your workers. Out of that 10 CD, you pay light bill and other utility bills. So how much are you going to gain at the end of the day? So we are not those who are overpricing the things. The benchmark we are losing because at the end of the day, when we sell, the, our money keep on depreciating. You buy today for 200, you go next time, you buy 200, you sell 210 or 205. Next time you are going to buy again is 250. So you make 10 CD profit and you have to add 40 Ghana to the money to go and buy. Where from the 40 Ghana? So if you don't have any strong backbone, then your business will collapse. You go bankrupt and you close and go home. We are really suffering. The government should do something about it. One of the things they sell at the cold store is cow legs. Now, women go to the cold store, buy their cow legs, and come and sell. We have one of the traders here who says she's also feeling the brunt of the fluctuation in prices. So we're going to be speaking to her to find out exactly what is going on. Ma, welcome to the City Newsroom. Now, um, Nancy, prices ne eko sing. Yetu ni mumu eko sing. Oh, prices ne di eko high pa. Men nada uze se kutojua ni boye di na yenye binsun tong. Nse amase se yenguni ebe yenukra. Se se mo mo fun sing ewo kuso. Oh, se se adi price ne. Ako jina eh four hundred four hundred and fifty Ghana cedis. Ena ni yenye boye from kra se se no eh four hundred Ghana cedis. First, no, 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 Almost a price in here, 380. Before that, in the crown, almost a 360, but I did almost say 380. See, I didn't know why I had a tunnel. Almost a tunnel, almost a price in Assassin. 
all right so that was um that was eno safo speaking to some market women at that bubble market very very revealing stuff kokui very very revealing very revealing but also excellently articulated um i think the the lady that Eno spoke to mm-hmm. deserves plaudits for being able to simplify the language 
um, which I think a lot of technical experts have trouble doing. Mm-hmm. They, they kind of get caught up in lofty language mm-hmm. and um, the lingo can go above people's heads. But when you break it down as simply as this lady did, she just laid it very bare. It's a very simple situation from whoever brings the, the, the goods in, what they have to pay at the port to bring them in, or whoever the manufacturer is and what their cost is for manufacturing. Then she, you know, she, she went step by step to what happens when the goods finally get to her. And then she also has to make something on it. But they're not charging exorbitantly. I think that's the point, point she was trying to make, is that a lot of the time traders like her are blamed for the rising prices that we are paying. And from what she just explained... It doesn't seem as though the it's traders, in their hands. It, it, yeah, it, it's in their hands. Yeah. One and two, that they are excessively profiteering from the situation. I, I think she made that quite clear. Um, some may argue, but from she's put down her arguments. Someone can oppose it. Um, that's on that side of trading. Now yeah. there are retailers outside of that space as well. The market trader, who you know, um, should we say? Um, more brick and mortar retail outlets that also have mm. the way they price their goods. Maybe one could say their overhead charges are higher. Mm. So you know they've got an air conditioned building they have, they have to you know pay for. They've got employees, yes. more employees yes. that they have maybe to pay salary space. for. So it could be a rented space. Um, more investment in that mm. kind of infrastructure possibly adds to their charges. You know mm. so. You've got the trader on one hand who has broken down what her expenses are, what you know, and then what she puts on top. Then you've got other retailers who will say, yeah, but in addition to that, we also have X, Y, Z that those factors into our pricing. So which is why our goods maybe cost a bit more. Now, do you begrudge that entrepreneur from also making a bit more off of that investment because they're not in business for charity, you know, they also want to want to make something off it. So, I mean, there are arguments for and against the pricing but, that we're facing, but, yeah, go ahead, Nathan. I, I was just going to say that, but if you drill down to the heart of it, yeah, everybody kind of, so, so the, if you go down to the base, you strip away everything, it's just, they mentioned depreciation, right? Yes. So, so there's that, the forex, essentially rate. forex issues, maybe port charges. Mm-hmm. Port charges, yeah. So to start with those, Basically, those two things. Mm-hmm. Transporting the goods. Transporting the goods. So those two or three things mm-hmm. start this reaction. And then all other things will come in. So depending on what you do as you are, as you are in the chain, if you have a rented shop, you, are paying, you add that cost. And it goes down, 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 down. I see. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. serious, Nathan. And you know, for me, this is also revealing in the sense that, you know, and Nathan, when there's inflation, mm-hmm. we, we, we try to trace the source of the inflation to prescribe the right solution. So, thankfully, the statistical service now, when they do the inflation, they, they tell you which component of inflation is imported and which component is local. That's a very important distinction. Now, I think since April or May, imported inflation has risen faster than local inflation. So that's the first issue. So it tells you that a lot of the drivers of inflation are externally External, generated, okay. which is not too difficult to understand because most of the things we buy... Are imported in good. Yeah. Then the currencies... Uh, struggles, uh, like the the the, the of exchange rate mm-hmm. has made things worse. The only point I want to say is that if you listen to a woman very carefully, it makes you question some of our policy responses. Because, again, there's demand pool inflation and then uh, cost push inflation. I think, I haven't done the numbers, but I think a larger part of our inflation is cost push. Yes. Right? So, if you go and use interest rate policies to try and control inflation, 
you're actually not doing anything. Let me explain. Like, you don't have money. You ask, you don't have money. <laughs> now, it, the general definition of inflation is that too much money chasing too little goods. But it's the pressure on the too much money side or on the too little goods side. In our situation, people don't have too much money. No. They don't have that much money. In fact, <laughs> people don't get money. Oh, yeah. Yet, prices of things are going up. So, if your main inflation tr- thrust is interest rate, interest rate policy tries to mop up excess liquidity. So when you raise interest rates, people who have excess money send it to the bank. But people are going to the bank and saying, give me my money. Yeah. Why are people going to companies and saying, we want to uh, redeem our money? So, uh, raising interest rates becomes counterproductive. Do you get my point? So, that's why the, the World Bank document I read a couple of days ago said, central banks and ministries of finance must coordinate their fiscal. Fiscal is Kenoforiata and monetary policy Which is the bank Addison of, uh, in a way that tackles the root cause of their inflation. Now, this woman is telling you that my inflation is cost push. Mm-hmm. All right? And I'm not saying the, the central bank has a limited kettle of things they can do, kitty that they can use. But it, for me, that's why I go back to the original point. The Ministry of Finance has to do two things. You have a budget. There's a revenue and expenditure side. Back to the thousand city example. Shikano, your issue. So, the people you are taxing, they say, we can't pay. We, are, we don't have money. So, the logical thing to do is to cut down your expenditure. Now, if your expenditure was spent on proper things, like leap, or you were giving subsidies to people who can't get food to eat. Then we'll say, that one there, let's get donor support to fund it. But your, your, if you look at your expenditure breakdown, corruption. Okay, your government, your ministers are too many. You have too many appointees who are not doing anything. He's, doing, he's opening a list of uh, government. Uh, there are too plenty. In fact, there are some, some work. Look, there are some jobs that can be done by an ad hoc committee. Don't get... Let people... Let them go and farm. The fact that you want powder doesn't mean you give everybody work. <laughs> you get me? Let them, like, if somebody helps you win election, and he's, yeah, he's happy you've won, so you should go and op- do a rice farm at the situary. He doesn't have to be given deputy director of uh, national uh, archives so that you have to give him a house accountment, you have to buy him petrol, give him a, a, a few... Do you understand? And, this, and I'm saying that because now everybody's wise... Utah is wise. Everybody's so. If the government says I'm not going to pay you your entitlement, until they go, if they let's assume they go to hold for a meeting or Sinchi, Utah will say, okay, one twenty-five ministers, cut it to seventy. Uh, salary of government officials, reduce it to twenty percent. Sack a lot of your non-performing appointees. In fact, Muhammad said merge some of the all these code things, merge them into the ministries, local government. Let the rest of the people go and look for work to do. Then you can prove to the labor unions that I have reduced the size of my side by 80%. What will you put on the table? But if you don't do that, you think uh, Jampo and his will agree that they should they'll, they'll go on strike. Mm. And what you're going to have is you're going to have a lower production. So you are in a country that needs to produce more. The labor union is agitating because their salaries are too small. So in a time that you need productivity you to go up, you have to, so so for me is I, I don't want to use the word intransigence, but I feel the government is wasting time in not calling for a national conversation about where we are. And this is not a conversation about president telling us. This is it's, it's not mm. when you are like when we are hot, we meet and talk and say, This is what I'm doing, what can you do? It's not like Charlie, this is what we are going to do, so the rest of you must follow. And I'm saying that. If the government does not start dealing with 
this expenditure issue and redirect expenditure to more productive sectors of the economy, mm. the economy may grind to a halt. I'm telling you. Let's get into your money. <laughs> These money. days, when you mention the segment, yeah. no, Charlie. Brought to us by CBG. CBG is saying, we stand with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Koku, no, what's... Let me uh, not see it. Let me not see it. The slogan... The slogan needs to rest. Mm-hmm. I was going to say no. this week, but no, the slogan needs to rest. We actually do need to make noise yeah. about the money situation because mm-hmm. it's affecting everyone and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's so untenable. That's the issue. How far can you actually go? Mm. How far can employers keep employees who can't afford to get to work? Mm. Do you understand? Or mm. how, how much demand can you place on an employer to increase your salary? At a time like this, when very little is coming in for lots of businesses, so mm. it, it's very difficult to have, you know, advice in this segment these days. Because really, if you tell people, "Oh, save twenty percent of your salary," what say twenty percent of what salary? But I can tell people. Then I give us a tip. So there's a, a tip. You know, <laughs> think, okay, I'll give you something that you have sinking fund. Baby, take care. You know. I've had to think about mortgages and things recently yes. because because if you started paying a mortgage of say two hundred dollars hmm. and then and the time it was it was two two cities to the dollar what? and it's now fourteen. One of the things you could have done to help yourself was to set up a sinking fund. A sinking fund is that you see when you have money that comes in, you put it in a certain uh, fund that earns interest and you don't touch it. Mm-hmm. Then after a period you build enough. So if you had build your fund to say the equivalent of say ten thousand dollars, then you can use it to clear your mortgage. Now the nations do sinking funds, but individuals who can do sinking funds. So you can even say for every thousand CDs I earn, we are going to put three hundred in this fund, which bears interest. We are not going to touch it for six years. Mm-hmm. And after six years, with the right uh investment advice, <laughs> it may grow substantial enough for you to use to clear your mortgage. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So two, two, two things. Read up about sinking funds. Mm-hmm. Not the certificate type alone. <laughs> but, but you know what? I'm but smiling for, for at For companies you. and for individuals, you have a sinking fund that can help you build up money to pay off your principal but on the debt that you, you have accumulated. Mm. The reason I'm smiling is because that sinking fund is what people are trying to access now. Now, now, care, uh, now they can't. Haircuts, uh, whether it's back bush haircut, punk haircut. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. understand? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, people yeah, yeah, have yeah. done. Yeah. And now they're almost being penalized for being prudent. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. such a difficult situation because the advice, advice you gave is so brilliant. And we've, we've told people to do that over mm. the years and they've done it. Mm. And now they're being told, oh, by the way, that money you put aside mm. for the future for a rainy day, I'm sorry, no, you they can't get interest they, or, or you can't, they, they, or you may not get mm. the, 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 the value, the full yes. value yeah. of it oh, anymore. Charlie, hey, hey, what? Anyway, let's, let's. <laughs> but yeah. you know what, Bernard? I like your, your, your vim. There's, where there's vim, there's hope. <laughs> there where there's hope, there should be vim. Oh my lord, oh my god. Your money. Oh, your money. Oh, Shika. Yeah. Your Bro- money. Brought you by CBG. CBG. We stand, stand with you. Yeah. We are standing. Yeah. Barely. Yeah.
This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Eight thirty six. You're still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Your comments are welcome on zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. So we're asking government, government, if you are if we are going through these times, we need you to take proper concrete measures. Very clearly, our budget is absolutely out of kilter. Really, you can tell that Charlie, we are all over the place. We don't know what exactly is going on. We are spending more than we are earning. We have to um, make a few cuts. Let me just run. Mm-hmm. By you, what what the president said he was going to do, right? Okay. The twelve details things, of his cuts. Yes, the twelve things stated, or the twelve measures he outlined, just mm-hmm. to put things into context. So, this is not in any particular order. Yeah. Now he says, restore macroeconomic stability through an IMF supported program. Mm-hmm. Okay, tackle cost of living by working to stabilize prices of petroleum products through new supply arrangements. If you f- remember mm-hmm. the story I read this morning. Mm-hmm. One portal was reporting that government a government delegation was in Abu Dhabi yeah. working on that. Yeah. Three, encourage traders to tone Sorry, down. I, I think the MP also announced something yesterday, yes. but I don't know whether that's enough. Uh-huh. Anyway, right. so three, encourage traders to tone down profiteering, which is contributing to inflationary pressures. Okay? Really? Yeah. Four, restore debt sustainability by reducing debt to GDP ratio to fifty five percent by twenty twenty eight. I repeat that. Okay, restore debt sustainability. Mm-hmm. Okay, by reducing debt to GDP ratio to fifty-five percent mm-hmm. by twenty twenty-eight. So we have six years, barely six years 2028, to do. Twenty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> Where will he be? Where will we be? I don't. Know. <laughs> That's how many years from now? Six years. Six years from now. Next one. Eight years is twenty thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. hey, this one SDGs. says SDGs. Yeah. SDGs. Uh, this is the deadline. Yeah. <laughs> Improve um, national resources and liquidity by raising revenues from thirteen percent to eighteen to twenty percent of GDP. Mm. Is, okay? it ta- is it tax efficiency or expanding uh, it, it, it the tax net? I don't know. Uh, pursue inclusive growth while protecting the poor. So the government wants to do a double act. Mm-hmm. Energy sector reforms to reduce the risk of the sector to the budget. And we know how we got here. You mm. know, power companies have not been paid for it, that kind of thing. We know mm. the problems. Mm. Reduce budget rigidities by capping statutory funds. Hmm. Mm? I thought that was something we were doing. Yeah. And I think know. they removed the caps. Ah. Or they rather cap them. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. So uh, actually, no. Let's, let's, let's explain it properly. So, a, rigi- uh, okay, a rigidity means that it's not flexible. Yes. So, if, for example, you say a statutory fund requires this level of money, Baby, the law was put there at the time where the priorities were different. Yes. So that makes it rigid. Mm. So to remove the rigidity, you then make it respond to the present day needs. Mm. But I don't know whether the capping is what m- makes it less rigid. Okay. We can get into the details yeah. later. Uh, next one. Continue with efforts to reduce central government expenditure through budget cuts of 30%. That that's where the details, details are needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, so that, what are we that, that, see, because, because you see, government expenditure could be teacher salaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
it could be fertilizer subsidies. They said they have given up their salaries. That's what I'm saying. But they gave up 30%. No, but did you, what you read said government expenditure. Yes, government. The discretionary expenditure. No, read that thing again. It says, continue with efforts to reduce central government expenditure. Central government yes, expenditure. Through budget cuts of 30%. Of what? It didn't state. You see, 30% but this, but this, is a, this is something that has been ongoing. Yeah, but I'm saying that this is the conversation that is required in greater detail as part of an attempt to introduce an austerity program. So maybe you read the highlights and we can get into this because, or you can get someone to explain because this 30%. You, you, you need to know what the population is. Uh-huh. So 30% of what? Okay. Next one. Start the process of discouraging importation of rice, poultry, vegetable oil, fruit juices, etc. This is not good enough. You know why? You have got two more. Yeah. Uh-huh. Tackle currency speculation to limit volatilities to the city. Hmm? And then ensure no haircuts to treasury bill holders in the debt restructuring strategy. Go to the point you read about import. Okay, so it says start the process of discouraging importation of rice, poultry, vegetable oil, food juices, etc. You know, okay, so a lot of a, a lot of you. your points are or the points are things that will be done. I would have, and I'm sure I'm, I'm sure you said this before in my absence. I would have thought you see. Because of the success of our planting for food and jobs program, after December thirty, we will not we will, we will we will I don't even think you can say ban. You raise tariffs on imported rice by ninety percent to encourage consumption of the local rice we've produced because of PFG. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So because this is too big. If you said okay, because of PFG, rice has the local rice is now seventy percent of the rice produced. Technically, we only need to eat 30% imported rice. So as a consequence, we are going to either limit importation of rice between Christmas and Easter, or we are going to raise the tariffs on imported rice. Because, so that's substantive. But this is very open. This is I can't hold him to this. <laughs> Tell me, Jonas, and which is why and yesterday I saw the Minister of Greek on TV talking about some rice in the Western region. I hope I was hoping they'll say because of what we did after COVID with rice, rice production has increased by eighty percent, and therefore local rice producers can satisfy sixty-five percent of our domestic need, as against forty-five percent when I took office. As a result of this, we will limit rice production by the following policies. Anybody who thinks that they want to eat foreign rice can buy it at a high price. But those of you who just want to eat to survive can buy local rice. Here are the list of approved local rices that we have seen. This is the kind of thing I want to hear. This is very vague. You're going to explain something. Yeah, they're 30%. So when this was done uh, last year, mm-hmm. as part of COVID, yeah. right, the finance minister mm-hmm. explained that they were ex- envisaging to save 3.5 mil- uh, billion cities. Okay. Yes. Now, basically what they were looking at was, he says, uh, the new expenditure cuts included a 10%, an additional 10% cut of discretionary spending, a 50% cut in fewer coupon allocations for all political appointees and heads of government institutions, including SOEs, which was effective from April 1, 2022, as well as a cut of 30% from salaries of ministers and the heads of SOEs from April to December. How many SOEs? 130-something. Uh, so, so, so if if you look at the total number of um, SOEs, they are one, one forty-seven. Okay. One, and one how many how many directors per SOE? 
You see, what I'm saying is that these things should not, you see, it, w- w- don't forget that what we are trying to do is to get everybody to buy into a program. program yes. So the more transparent we are, the more mm-hmm. easy it is for us to accept uh, that this is the, the figure. And, and it's this question that everybody asked at the time that it's good to tell us, how do we know it's being done? Which becomes a matter of trust. Okay. Now we have the president telling us they are going to continue with this. I, I look at the cuts, Bernard, and honestly, everything... I'm, you I'm, the details? No. But I'm with you on if we are cutting anywhere, Charlie. That Office of Government Machinery. Because every year so the large. parliament comes up, they say it keeps getting bigger. Yeah, the last and they've one. got a lot of... So this is what has happened there. So, for example, you had the Ministry of um, uh, Special Initiatives. Yes, yes. In the first term, that ministry had more money than about 60% of other ministries. Yes, ministries. Meanwhile, think about it. Ministries have track record of Everything competence. All right? So, a Minister of Agri, Minister of Finance, Minister of Trade. You give a Minister of Social Initiatives more money than all these ministries with an untested bureaucracy. So, that's the first thing. Right, and you pass a lot of the so-called government initiatives through that ministry, mm-hmm. and that's why you have a huge deficit because they they misspent money or there was too much money spent during election. Now, you've decided that not you say you close the thing down, but you've moved it under the presidency. Mm-hmm. So a ministry is not just the building. If the people who the are people there are there. still working there, and now they go to the presidency, you've not done anything. Which is the point I'm making that if we are looking at making that cut, the significant one because the budget is almost a billion Ghana cities. Mm-hmm. Looking at the last budget, mm-hmm. staff strength of 1,597, mm-hmm. which was an increase. There's a 5% increase. Mm-hmm. They were allocated basically uh, 823 million mm-hmm. Ghana Look at that. Basically. Now, if you, you, you run... What's the, what, what the name of that? The Office of Government Machinery. Mm-hmm. Do we have the breakdown of what's in that office? They have... Uh, let me, if I look at the last count of it, mm. um, basically, the numbers are now 995. <sighs> These are the people working under the chief of staff. The Eugene, yeah. So, yeah, so basically what you have there, are you have uh, communication specialists, directors of communications, deputy directors of communications, technical communication assistants, media aides, media liaison officers, communication me? consultant, presidential advisor on media who has a technical director to the presidential advisor, um, then you have the ministers of state at the presidency, and these guys are there for information minister. Yes, <clears throat> I no go to that list again. Just on the communication side, there's a lot to communicate. Stop it! I'm just telling you. Ah, you have information minister who's cabinet level, who has ISD working for him too, and then you're having all these guys working under the presidency who work under communications directorate yeah. of the presidency. Yeah. There's a lot to communicate. <laughs> you can't be serious. I'm just telling you, there's a lot to communicate. So and what are the conditions of service of these people? Nobody knows. That's the that's issue. The, that's why the transparency is not. Uh-huh. So if I'm a lecturer in Legon and I've been teaching for 15 years, right? At, oh, and, and I struggle to get my PhD. And then you have somebody who is a technical director to, something, something, who has something. access to fuel. Look at, read the letter they wrote. They said there are fewer things not gone up. So this technical director, what's the competence, what's the qualification of somebody to do this work? So if we are not transparent, and I'm saying that this is mathematics, this one is not sentiment. If the government wants the pressure from the labor unions to go down, and to they want to, exam. and if they want a credible plan for IMF to, if the plan is not credible, see, if people don't accept the plan, it's not credible. If the labor unions, the businesses don't accept the policy, 
the IMF will not accept it. So if they will not be transparent with these guys and say, this is what we are doing, I can understand why you have all these guys working. And f- What are they doing? You said they have a lot to communicate. What are they communicating? I'm just telling you. Uh, but if what, what, what would be the justification for... Uh, Look at mention the communication. Mention the no, no, no. Mention the post again. Mention the thing again. So the directors of communications. How many directors of communication? Yes, four. Four directors of communication, and then deputy director of communication. There are five deputy directors at the presidency. Yes, and then which one again? Two communication specialists. So the director is not a specialist. Okay, the specialist below. There's a lot to communicate. Two communication specialists and then communication officers. Five technical communication assistants. So you have four, five, nine, six, seven, plus three, ten, fifteen. Media aid. How many? One. Media aid. Six. Assistant media legal 16, officer. 17. Communication consultant. 18. Then there's a personal advice on media. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, are you, are you sure you're not joking? Are you, are you sure? What are you? What? No, he's not joking. <laughs> what are you saying? No, no, no. no of all no, the positions. No, let's go to this again. Let's, let's go to this thing again. I want to be sure. And sorry if we are picking on, is it we are picking on an area that we have cap- in competence in. If I had gone to pick, if, if they had said security, no, I don't know what security is, so I don't understand, but I'm a media man. I've done media for half of my life. Four directors of communication. Yes. Five deputy directors of communication. Yes. Two communication specialists. Yes. Three communication officers. Yes. And then five what? Tec- five technical, technical communications assistants. Assistant. Communication assistant. Yes. And then one what? A media aid. One media, media aid. Yes. Who is he aiding? I don't know. And then one? There's an assistant m- media liaison officer. <laughs> and then again, one what? There's a communications consultant. Different from the first specialist. Yes. And then there's a presidential advisor on media. <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs> and you see, this is this is not picking on uh, no, 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 We are basically saying that this this doesn't make sense for a country that is looking for three billion. Let me tell you how three billion sounds in the world. I see Germany gave its citizens a two hundred billion dollar subsidy to keep gas prices low. Ghana of thirty million people is looking for three billion from IMF. And can afford up to 20 people in a communication portfolio at the office of the presidency. We haven't added information ministry with deputies and directors. Do you understand? And this is not even a productive sector necessarily. If, for example, you are talking about uh, people who are in agri. If, if you hire extension officers, I won't agree with you. People who are educating people on how to farm. I don't have a problem with you. Okay. These are service and the other question is, do we know what, how much they are paid? Do we know what their conditions of service are? No, but we do know that it's all part of the 800 and something million that okay. is there. Yeah, so the, the government... You which, which is where the wit is. That's what I'm saying, that if we are talking about cuts and we are in austerity and you are making... You see, because you have ministers, they have deputies. We've spoken about some of them being redundant because some of the deputies, they are three or four, they barely do anything. I, we can list them on radio, but it will be like you are... No, but we are staying with the communication because... So, guys, it's a case study. Listeners, don't think we are... It's a case study of... Because, again, if you take, for example, <coughs> coastal development, mm-hmm. middle belt, and all these things, somebody could argue that they could go under local government. Government, yes. And right, if somebody can argue oh, yeah. that you can bring all these people because if you have a minister of local government, that minister has deputies. Yes. And local government works with the local government authority. It was the... the uh, this guy's thing. Um, Atuata. Atuata. What's yes. Atuata's thing? Local government Atuata. service. Yes. So they have professionals who work who do these things. Who are well trained. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if I go to the local government school and I ask them, 
the work that Middle Belt, local, and all these people do, can't we have people with the local government? I'm sure they can say we can do it. Yes. If you listen to former President Mahama, yeah. he even mentioned that and said he was even suggesting that what could help in that area was giving these local assemblies or local government things the proper funding. He says, let the common fund be accessible. St- stuff the common fund. Let it be yeah. good enough yeah. so they can do some yeah. of these things that yeah. we've set up special so agencies. I'm, I'm saying this to just say that it's not as if we are picking on communication. We are no, no, I, 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 there are redundancies. Oh, there's more? Yeah, I'm just saying, if you look at it, because mm-hmm. if you look at even the way our ministries work, mm-hmm. every minister who takes up a position in the, in the ministry, most of them at least, go with their own PROs. Yes. So the PROs are not... Oh, we have employees. That. Yeah, that's I'm, go- I'm going there. They're not, they're go- they're not, they're not civil servants. Mm. So, oh. yeah, no, no, no. So, for instance, uh, our good friend Kwesi Kwarteng. Kwesi Kwarteng is the PR for the Ministry of, of Education. education. Yeah. He's not a civil servant. Is he? No. I see. Even though, what do you mean? What do you mean? But some of them are brought under. Some of them are brought from the Some of them moved, they are moved around. But But if this minister leaves, he'll go with him. He'll go with him. No, but sorry, let's talk about the rule, not the person. Does the, is there a role in the ministry called PRO? Yes. Yes, there is. But if you go and you look, you are looking for the official Ministry of Education PRO, you might find somebody there other than Chrissy. Well, maybe that brings back the issue of what you said a couple of days ago about the appointment of the new director. So it seems as if a lot of the ministers, for trust's sake, they bring their own people. Yeah, yes. But what we haven't confirmed is whether those people are brought in and made like special, special assistance, assistance or whether because you see to appoint somebody in a civil service mm-hmm. there is a process you go through mm-hmm. so we have to clarify if those people go through that process or they are just brought in as consultants and then how are they paid yes but but we have if you look at the way our governance has worked we've had a lot of that happening yes, yes. basically every minister comes with, with his, his own person. with his own person but i'm saying that clarify whether that person is we can, official we, role we can clarify that. or whether that person is brought in as let, let me, I'm, I'm saying this to make a point that you can create a position for somebody because you want to work. Like if I'm a minister and yes. I said I want Nathan to be my press advisor, right? Right. So that is different. For, so like an editor one of the British government, the guy came in as an advisor to the, the guy. Mm-hmm. There is an official PRO, <laughs> but the guy comes with his own press advisor that he pays from his own pocket or that he brings into the system and create a line of payment for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm saying that if for a sector that we have competence in communication at the state, at the seat of government, you have over 20 people, four directors, five deputies, two consultants, three officers, five technical communications, one media advisor, another media liaison, two media liaison. It, it doesn't make sense for a country that is going to beg for three billion. Whose lecturers are saying that you owe us and you haven't paid us. And I'm saying that if the government does not see that, this is what will make the program they are trying to do with the IMF lose credibility. Then I don't, we haven't begun our journey. Because I can, I don't know how you're going to tell workers they're not going to increase their salary in this condition. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, if you want to be very clear with the numbers, the government has to cut down this expenditure. And the only way to convince other workers that they should take a hit. Is to is to take your own hit. Then the, the and I'm saying abolish should, should the, abolish should the salaries your, be reduced. Go for it. 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 I don't give you fewer coupon. No. But you come to work every day. Mm. You can't tell me that 
the people in government from the hundred and how many ministers you mentioned hundred and something government agencies. Hundred and forty something. Cancel all of it. Everybody included maybe except for security reasons. You can say the president, the vice, and some people should not buy petrol. Everybody for buy your petrol. So you can go to the Minister of National Security and say, Give me the top twenty people who for security reasons should not buy petrol. Everybody else from four one to upper six. Buy fewer. <laughs> you don't know people who will lobby to get on that list. <laughs> Godfrey. Godfrey. You see, you, the work you do, the work my boss do, does. You can't... I, I think you work harder than some of those guys. Yet you buy your own petrol. Mm. From the little salary you get. That's why sometimes you're writing articles here. You are doing this business. You are trapped. You, you understand? So why should, gov- why should we pay for fuel for somebody? If you want a credit... Because you have real fuel to 17... If you, if you, how, okay, if, let's give it, if I am a teacher at La Basic, La Cable and Wireless, and I live at Kaswa, and I am going to pay almost 40% more for my trotro, why should the guy working in the ministry supervising me get free fuel and I don't? It's not, it's immoral. And I'm saying that it doesn't make sense. There's no way, we've done it for 100 years. We are in the, you see, what people don't know is that what we are facing, you see, it is one of we are in a very cataclysmic economic time. I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't even know how to put it. Is it because we have text and social media trends and Facebook to joke and things? We think things are okay. okay. If we don't, if the government doesn't do some, look at why would do, um, Dilex, what's his name? Ken Thompson, Ken Thompson go, on his go on his knees and beg. Ken Thompson wasn't trying to be dramatic. Ken Thompson is saying that if you see the type of decisions that need to be taken are going to be very difficult. The body language of the president and the, the government doesn't seem to suggest that they've accepted that reality. But you know what? What we need now is we, we need to be um, what's, I, I, I want a word. Yes, we need we, you, you have to so you have to it's an almost that's the word. Okay, like Accept it and do what's yeah, it's like, it's like Charlie. It, like, this is yeah, this is okay. you, you are trying to get people to understand that things will be tough for them mm. globally. And look, God, we are going through about five crises now, all at the same time. You have a financial sector crisis hanging on your head, depending on how you go about your restructuring. Mm. You have a food crisis looming, mm-hmm. Russia, Ukraine, Council, Ukraine, commodity price. Yesterday, we, we showed you. Almost all commodities in the next quarter, prices are going to plummet, are going to go up. So you have a financial crisis. In fact, you have an economic crisis first. An economic crisis, which is where we are, debt crisis, which is leading to a possible financial crisis. Then you have a cost of living crisis because your salary is not enough. You can't rent. You can't buy fuel. You understand? So economic is a top. Financial, number two. Cost of living, number three. Food, mm-hmm. number four. We also have a, an environmental crisis, Galamsi. Today we are doing a program. You may not have water to drink by next year. Ghana water is spending eight times more the amount they spent two years ago to process water. So you may have a water shortage. Right? So economic crisis, financial crisis, cost of living crisis, food crisis, and an environmental crisis. All happening at the same time. And in some countries, it's led to political crisis. We have been blessed. The opposition leader says, 
Nobody, no military adventurers should take the law into their own hands. We've understood that we change governments by the, the ballot. So, a lot of West African countries are unstable. In cutting countries, the cost of pork is a national security issue. In Ghana, I can argue that rice and maize are national security issues. Okay? So, the, the, these are precarious times. So we need more than lip service. We need actual demonstration of commitment to convince people that we can, you can stay us through this, this period. And I'm not getting that from the little I've heard. As I say, I've been away for a long time. I've been listening to too many things. You guys have been here for long. So maybe you've heard me. But the little I'm hearing, I am not very hopeful. Honestly, I'm not. Welcome back. I, the, from the way I have to even run back, I, I, think, I, I think I'll run. I'll run back into my hibernation. Back. This time that I've come back, hey, Gokui, so what have you guys been doing? Mm. How have you guys been eating? Chairman, we, how have you guys been surviving? Co-workers, honestly, you know. No, me, I, I don't know. Me, I don't know. I wasn't here. I was just. No, I, mean, I, was, I, was, I, I closed out. Us. I thought you were talking about families. Like, yes. Yeah. How are you guys surviving? How? My like my house. Yes. Take you on a date. But that's what I'm saying. Well, you know, a lot. they do, and I know yours do. So you understand? <laughs> it's it look it is it is killing us. Because, like you said, every time you go to the shop, every time you yeah. go out to buy food, we're going to we're going pay. to buy a chair, mm-hmm. and we went to a shop. I'm in So I went to the shop on a Thursday, and they said the chair cost. Let's say three thousand. So we went and gave the the, the lady three thousand to go and buy the thing on Monday. Oh, when we got there, it was three thousand eight hundred. Oh, I lost right. it. This matter. I say last right. week. Last week, I was giving a budget for some glazing. Yeah. For X amount. Uh huh. But made the budget. Yes. Paid up. Yes. The, as soon as the money was sent, I get a voice note telling me, "Whoa, share. You have to add an extra four thousand. Yes. From the budget of last week, four, yeah, an extra four oh, yeah. to get the work done, an extra four thousand. Oh, when, when was this? My brother said what? he wanted an extra four thousand. Just in a matter of, we did that five days. Oh, yes. Wow. Um, my brother said five he, days. He wanted, five days. Yeah, five days. He wanted to buy a hard drive, so he five. called the shop. He called the shop. Man. The hard drive was a certain amount on Friday, Friday morning. Yeah. Then he got the money uh, Sunday, but the shop didn't work on Sunday. So he called them Monday morning that, oh, the team they said, oh, the team they He said, oh, I'm coming for it. Is it still at the same price? He said, oh, no, 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 no. It's gone up by 500 CDs. Mm. Ah! Mm. So, yeah. You know. So, back, yeah. To, back to the matter. I, I think that the 120, 170-something agencies that you, you have, they're, they're, so, so in this you report, need to list them, yes. and then we are so, going to do a poll. I can yeah. tell you that about 40% can go, and Ghana will not stop. Okay, so, you know something I learned? Many things can happen without you. One of the lessons mm. I've learned about mm. my problem is that mm. Aloski, mm. life will go on. Life. See, life goes on. The government can cut about forty percent of those agencies. Ghana will not grind to a halt. Yeah. Oh, no. Just to put things into context. Oh, things will even move faster. Yeah. <laughs> to, to put things into context, ah! the personal economies of those people will grind to a halt. No, 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 no. no. They can't. They, they can You know, sometimes you think that, hey, Charlie, if we sack this person, if we stop this minister, there are some ministries that, if they cease to exist, everything will go on as mm. normal. So think about nothing, will, <laughs> nothing will change. They, they should find those and, and all of them should go and farm. There's a lot of farmland at, uh, you know, in the, 
a lot of farmland at uh, uh, this place, a farm place. Yes, there they is. Should go they there. should go and farm. Tubers. Okay, so so think about it. if you run through the the SOE report, it covers mm-hmm. one thirty two out of one seventy seven. So we have one seventy seven of them. So in fact, do you know in fact the first thing? The hundred and thirty two minus one seventy seven minus one thirty two is what? It's about forty five. Good. The, the 45 must be scrapped because they couldn't, you know, because the state ownership report, the way they work is that you provide information. And then it's put so, 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 so it the 45 who didn't present their documents, <laughs> you know, recommend to the president to sack, to clear them. <laughs> the 45 must go. Then the 132 will now look at them and say which of them deserve to exist because if you haven't given information to SIGA, it means you yourself cry. You are not yeah. in good standing. Now, in terms of their profitability, uh-huh. they recorded an aggregate loss in 2020 wow. of 2.61 billion. Is it together, no? When so, you add their profit and their losses, it's a loss yeah. of in brackets two point what? Two point six one billion. Look at that. Now you can say what they've done because in 2019 the aggregated loss was five billion. Mm. Okay. So, so to start so the with, have yes. So to start with, we are dealing with entities that have a problem. They will they say we, they say we didn't, they, they didn't put us there to make profit because mm-hmm. if we are providing water for the people, it's not profit; it's social good. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, people have come up with means of calculating social value that you can even mm-hmm. put into these documents. And again, I think Siga itself must be more creative in the way it analyzes these guys because if you are going to analyze Ghana Water or you are going to analyze GIPC. They are not there necessarily to make a profit qua profit, like the way a bank will make profit. So you can look at some of the social benefit Mm -hmm. and then see if you can convert it. And even in reporting, that's happening. So, but I'm saying that 177, Nathan, (laughs) some of them haven't even heard of them. So, 177. Let's let's hear. So, if you go through some of the names, Mm -hmm. you find some of them are quite popular. Some of them Mm -hmm. aren't. But did they give you the list of the 45 who didn't provide their documents? Um, No, they didn't. It will be there. It will be. It will be in the 45 agencies that they couldn't do analysis of. They should go. (laughs) Okay. So, running through just the list Mm -hmm. of the entities, right? You Mm -hmm. can start with. um, Say AECL, you know what AECL is? Engineers, engineers, architect, Accra Digital Center. Mm-hmm. I'm sure most people I'm know sure Accra Center can be profitable if you look yes, at the way they are. I'm sure they will yeah, be profitable. You know. uh, Bui Power Authority is, is in there. They are also okay. part of, yes. They, are also, they also do uh, government work. BOST is one. Let's not for a few months ago we were debating whether every, every sea of buses they make profit. <laughs> Meanwhile, they knew anyway, white, white, and no party. <laughs> they are making profit. Sorry. Meanwhile, okay. you don't have statistics stock. Mm-hmm. So, cocoa marketing <laughs> company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, let's not even. You see, you don't even have to have oil expert. You have bust bulk oil storage. Yes. So that in times That's like right. this, like this, we'll have some. Do we have? Do we have? We don't have. They have, they have become a glorified BDC. Uh, so, cocoa marketing, cocoa marketing company CMC, a CBG is one consolidated bank. Mm-hmm. They are also mm. uh, a lot of money. Yes, Esla PLC. Those who didn't know, mm. Esla PLC is also classified as an SOE. ECG. But do not yeah. slice. They have collateralized them to kingdom come. Esla is uh, the energy <laughs> sector levy. Yes, energy sector levy. Mm. So Esla is a. So the money has been mm-hmm. collateralized. Yes, it's, it's a, a special company. purpose vehicle yeah, and is incorporated as a public limited liability company. It would have been nice to know how many employees these people have. For all of them, did you give you have a list? To be nice, man, to know how many employees they have, because Charlie, <laughs> you know, ECG mm-hmm. also in the Ghana mm-hmm. Airport Company, also the, in the, the, the Ghana Amalgamated Trust. Did you know the Ghana Gat. Amalgamated? Yes, Gat. it was under the, under the first um, mm-hmm. banking sector reform yes. thing. 
they put it up uh-huh. to to raise money for yes. some of the the the, 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 the new banks. Okay. Ghana Cocoa Board, Ghana Commodity Exchange, uh-huh. Ghana Cylinder Manufacturing. Ghana Commodity Exchange is an interesting one. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, will be, it, will be, it will be interesting to know when they launched that thing. Eh, it was meant to really give a second leg yeah. to our agricultural production, yes. so we can trade. I don't know how much. Established in 2018. Let's check data on. Okay. Ghana Cylinder Manufacturing. Yes. So you have Ghana Cylinder Manufacturing uh-huh. also in there. Ghana, Ghana Deposit Protection Corporation. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. They are yes. There. Ghana That's Deposit. Uh-huh, they are there. So yeah. now that, people, times, now thank that you. people are concerned about their deposits. You know? This is yeah. the time we should and be And they are bought a pair this document. They are bought it as of the time it was released. with Dr. Ernest Addison. Maybe they'll say they need maybe they'll say they need PR so they can communicate. <laughs> yeah, the, Ghana Ghana Import Export Bank. Yeah. Great Co. Great is also okay. in the Ghana Infrastructure Investment Fund, GIS. Geadec is one. So for those who didn't know, GISDEC, Ghana Integrated <laughs> Iron and Steel Development. Quite new. GISDEC. GISDEC was established in twenty nineteen. Yes, quite new. Ghana National Gas Company, mm-hmm. GNGC, Ghana mm-hmm. Gas, mm-hmm. Uh, GNPC, we know. And GNPC, 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 yes, they're going yes. broke. The, 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 where, where was the story? I saw it's, it's, on, it's on City Newsroom. It's everywhere. Yeah, this morning. A lot of yeah, water. State Enterprise Committee on Parliament warns that GNPC is on the brink of bankruptcy. Yes. Anyway, you can go on. Ghana Ports and Harbors. We know mm. them. Ghana Post. Right, but I know you don't control your ports anymore. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yes, so think about that. Ghana Post is there. Yeah. yeah, Godfrey's very good friend is there. Ghana Publishing Company doing quite well. Mm. Ghana Publishing, Publishing Company, okay. they are also listed as mm. an SOE. Ghana Railway <laughs> Company Limited. Hmm. I saw a headline yesterday about Ghana Railway Company not doing well. And I, I, I didn't read the story. I was driving and I saw it on one of the paper front mm. pages. And they had the ministers. Um, are the lines are the lines working in Pakistan? Is you it know, working? The, the other day, remember they 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 they, 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 they announced at the Tema. Uh, the, the railway line had it was operational again mm. this was just recently just a couple of months ago mm. be interesting to know if it is still running mm. um i mean we, we we actually took cameras caleb actually was the one caleb kuda went there he sat on the train mm. spoke to some people there um mm. there wasn't much patronage at that time because okay. a lot of people didn't know that it was running but it'll be interesting to see if it still is okay mm. ghana reinsurance company limited are they gonna re- are, yeah the they ghana okay. supply company limited you know, you are um, okay. You since you are seeing the cigar angle, you are adding some of them which are companies. I would have loved for Godfrey to go through like, I wish I had the document. They yeah, are the like agencies, 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 agencies yeah. yeah, agencies because these are like companies doing stuff. But like agencies who, of course, a lot of these people are also paid, and some of these people are not even paid with the mm-hmm. revenue they generate anyway. So yeah, you know, some of the others, GNPA Limited, for example, procurement agency, yeah, yeah procurement agency. Graphic we've highlighted. Graphic we know. The irrigation company of Upper Region. Okay. So I heard Doctor, we're not talking about the Pualugu Multipurpose mm. Dam. Facing. Yes. They're still facing financial they're difficulties. Facing financial challenges. That kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. yeah, it was in the business. Yes, it was yeah, in yeah, I saw it. The, the Minerals Income Investment Fund is here. So There's a lot of new ones. There are lots of new ones. So a lot of new organizations yes. have been created in Bridges. this. They have been created. NAFCO National Food Buffer Stock. Please, do the schools have food? National food people. Uh, we can check. Mm. National Housing and Mortgage Fund. That's also the New Times Corporation. That's not housing a mortgage fund. Think about it, it was also established in 2018. So in the last few years, we've had a lot, a of, lot of things established now. Being, being created. Okay? So are we increasing the size of government or reducing it? Uh-huh. Netco, PMMC, all these ones we knew, PSC, Tema Shipyard. Hmm. 
state housing company that one has existed mm -hmm. for many years mm -hmm. tdc development company mm -hmm. also you know we speak to ian quite often tall godfrey's very good friend tall look the banner so, so okay then, so what does tall do now tall what do they do they are waiting <laughs> are you sure i said they, 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 they said they have a, a glorified tank farm or something yes so is it that because of the assets they can't just disband the place everybody should just go home because if you are not refined you should be right refining oil no but yeah that but is, the point is, i'm making is that no that just hold on nathan that, let's, let's, let's twice, twice it's important you see because when you talk about strategic we're talking assets, about fewer prices fewer prices if toy were working we would not have too much of a headache we would have some headache okay. but not too much of a headache okay. the, the tour situation is baffling all we've heard is we are trying to fix we are trying to do this it, they've been trying to fix tour for 20 years so let me, let me let, let, so let, let's assume they said okay let's do a cost benefit analysis of having tour exist or not existing all right <laughs> yeah i mean so you could say let the chinese refinery be there let them pay tax and then disband mm. tour or something mm -hmm. maybe that's what you should you, do you're asking the yeah. cost benefit let me just run a few numbers by you okay. now cost total uh tour mm -hmm. total revenue mm -hmm. this was in financial year 2019 mm. declined by 49.5 percent mm -hmm. where do you get the revenue from <laughs> okay okay so so that's that's it declined now their total revenue decreased by an annual rate of 15 percent between 2016 and 2020 so the financial mm. years of 20 they don't give the quantum of the revenue they don't okay now and the, the source okay um they are uh, okay so this one says they posted 539 million cities for financial year 2019. As what revenue or? Yes, I think. Uh, no, this, that's uh, their direct cost, I believe. Okay, this <laughs> is But essentially, you notice that TOR's numbers aren't too good from this. You can actually tell that TOR's numbers aren't too good. You know, from, like the re what I'm saying is that when you take something like TOR, you are not even looking at profit. You are not even looking at profit. You are saying that in a time like this, it should serve a purpose. You get me? Bust, tour, and things like this. It's not even... It's about whether the strategic role for which they were put yes, there... It's, it's and then the question, the other question is that who is paying for their existence? Are they paying for their existence from their own resources or we're having to look for money somewhere to pay them? Mm -hmm. do, you, do you get my point? So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very... I don't know. What? I, I it's just a thing. The government, the government architecture... Is big. The bureaucracy is large, but it's not very productive. You see, so it's and a lot of it is subsidized by the taxpayer. Yeah. So, which which, is, which goes so, back to my point. Uh -huh. You say people in informal sector are not paying tax, but all those people pay for their own food, they pay for their own electricity, mm -hmm. they pay for their own everything. You know, just to stay on. So let me just run the profitability number. Mm -hmm. uh, for no, you, my thing. Oh, sorry. Wait, sorry. Um, now, the, the report says Tor posted a net loss of 159 million CDs for the 2020 financial year. <laughs> okay. Now, they, they saw this as a percentage improvement on the net loss of that's the figure I mentioned, 539 for 2019. Okay. But their net profit margin reduced by 79 percentage points from negative 191 percent. For me, listen, you know, sorry, I'm just saying that Sega's method of analyzing, and I'm not an accountant, but I just feel that, you see, simple profit and loss doesn't tell the story. Because a profit, somebody can, you know, there's operating profit, there's gross profit, profit there's yeah, net profit, there's all kinds of profit. Anybody can say they are making profit. Cash is the key issue. 
Where is the revenue coming from? Where what are they producing? What are they selling? Okay. Who's 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 where is the equity coming from? Why have we put money in? For me, the the cigar report must be more nuanced. And and it, it can't you can't you can't you you, see, you, you can't put tall and uh, what do you call this um myth and Ghana cylinder in the same pool of accounting. You feel they need to be looked at different. They are pro- like Ghana water. They are doing different things. So for me, so the report itself for me, I think it's it's some way. Yeah. Oh no, it's not what you're trying to do because there are some organizations like you, Ghana Water Company is not there to make it's necessarily profit. a profit. Mm. Okay, so if you want to ask Ghana Water Company, you must look at different matrices. So you feel that all these entities that are designed to make profit, we are not, we are not, we are not even assessing them properly. We are not. So just to release this big report, we do a big press conference. It's not. It doesn't do the work for me. That's what I'm saying. That a lot of most of you don't have even heard that there's a, a national mortgage company, and you are a leading broadcaster in the country. So who is benefiting from that mortgage thing? You get me? The 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 bureaucracy is ineffective, and it's like a monster that has to be fed. And when we when if you want a credible plan, I'm keep going back to the credible plan. Then you would have to lead, Charlie. You would have to lead. You have to. You have to cut. Yeah, I have like three bid. I want gone. Oh, give me. Okay, imagine. Napco. What's Napco? What's Napco? You don't know what is which one is Napco. That's the first secretariat. Ah, but it's, 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 but that's Napco is a program. Is that an organization? Is Napco an organization or a program? Uh, don't they have an office? They do. Don't they have administrative staff? But does it still exist? Should they, they, can it not exist elsewhere? Do they still have Napco people? Ah, Fred, I did it. It doesn't exist anymore. So Napco is gone. I don't know. The program, I think the program, the program ended, yes, yes, the program ended in September. Yes, we know the program ended in September. So I'm saying the office has shut down. So you say Napco should go? Because, oh, they're used to have they started. Used I've not been here. So uh, but there is a secretary. <laughs> uh, it's, it's almost like Napco. Napco has moved into youth. Uh, that thing, it should go. What does it do? Ah, you, what, which one is you start? I'm very confused. The one that uh, was recently from Obatapa. Ah, is it? Is you start like um, a man, money for entrepreneurs? Yes, for yes. yes, that's the new one. And what's their budget? It's big. It's big. The budget is nice. Let, let's let's go for it. Go for it. Let, 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 let's 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 look at this carefully. You have existing you have existing ministries with a proven track record and uh, institutional memory. You choose to create new programs and new bureaucracies to implement let's your priority things. projects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why do you waste time to even appoint ministers and vet them? Mm-hmm. Do you understand? If you don't trust your ministry existing systems. A Greek or local government to implement the project. Mm. Why do you create a secretariat to report to the presidency to oversee a program that's a priority? So, what's the use of the minister in the key ministry? But you haven't noticed, like, if you, you, you just noticed that there are a lot of new agencies that have been set up since 2016, 2017, 2018, handling all kinds of things. Any new project that comes, a secretariat for it. No, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm, I'm just. But we just set up a clean your frontage or something secretariat. Are you serious? Yes, there is a secretariat for it. For clean your frontage. Yes, the person clean your frontage. There's a secretariat. I thought for the it. minister of the, the regional it's, ministers it's, were doing it. Yes, it sits under that ministry. For what? So you know, they just did this recruitment of people who are supposed to help 
with that operation. Is there a way under that one? Is there something I don't understand about how governance is done mm. that for a new project you always need a oh, new yeah, but, organization? But that, the, the operation clean your front secretary is asylum down. Serious? Oh yeah, it is. Twentieth <laughs> April, twenty twenty-two. Citynewsroom.com. Henry Corte has commissioned yeah. the operation okay. clean your front secretary at asylum. Under which? Under which ministry? It's a work under him. The regional ministry. It's a regional ministry. <sighs> so for every new one, there's a, the, we've just added uh, something for Galamsi. Uh, river body something. They passed out last week. They'll be managed from some secretariat somewhere. Oh, Aloski. So you say you think Napco should go? If it's not gone already. If it's not, look, there are places. Who, who else should you go? See, if we are talking about the money savings, I'm going to add another one. This one, a gamma lizard. But I know that is where, you see, they have ways of putting the Which thing somewhere. Which one should go? Aloski. The source minister, we must have words with him. Which agency are you talking Not about? Not any agency. The World Cup. Oh, the World Cup. The budget that is there for it. <laughs> it is money. Actually, there was a, it is a lot of money. Let me ask you a question. Just the direct, the divergent question. The I heard somebody say that they should, we shouldn't host the All Africa Games anymore. Yeah, yes. the former president. He says we have already spent two hundred million, so we can't let it go waste. What was the budget for the All Africa Games? Uh, we were getting a loan of 170 something million from the Africa Exam. CDs? Million dollars. To host the All Africa Games. No, pa- to build infrastructure. Parliament. No, but how much did it cost us to host it? A lot more, because he's saying 200 million. Minister? Yes. Dollars? Yes. That has already been invested. No, but you see, that's like it keeps saying in Ghana. We, we don't, you see, we, 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 ha- we are sentimental. Tell us that the budget for the All Africa Games is a billion dollars. And we are making. Then we will know whether, but it's like we spent 200 million. So I don't know. Maybe it should be a numbers game. But that is what I'm saying. And that is where normally these things happen. If we are looking to make cuts, as you are saying, yeah. we know where the big money items are. The All Africa Games is a huge money item. As is the World Cup. As is the World Cup. You see? And the Football Association, yesterday we read on What's the What's the budget there. for the World Cup? We don't know. He says he won't tell us. But how won't he tell us? He says he won't tell us. What's wrong with That's my issue. But why are we accepting this? He says he won't tell us. He says that all we need to know is that they have budgeted to get to the last day of the World Cup. Is it his personal money? If we don't if we do not do well, then they'll come and tell us if we go out in the first round. He'll come and tell us that we're well, in the first round. We, it cost us $2 million to be in the first round. He was already giving us $2.5 million to are prep we, for are we, are we a serious country? But that is what he has told us. <laughs> That's what I'm saying that, you see. In looking to make cuts at this time, the World Cup budget is an essential point. Uh, we can even say an understated program, we don't, we don't want to go for the World Cup. We, we can even say, uh, uh, because we are in an austerity <laughs> program, we don't want to go for the World Cup. <laughs> it's all right. Nothing will happen. But, but, but you see, uh, Bernard, I've covered three World Cups. We, even it if we don't go for the World Cup, it is one of the largest points. We didn't go in 2018. Of, Ghana didn't of, die. Of, of, of dashing things. The World Cup. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> so listen to the City Breakfast Show. We'll take a very quick break. When we come back, we've got more for you. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Thinking about your love. Sometimes and you can get discouraged When it seems as though our working lives Are keeping us apart Put your trust in me Baby, don't you worry And it won't be long now So we must be 
24. This is the City Breakfast Show. You can send in your thoughts and comments on 0549986996. Go through as many of your comments as possible before we head out. I remember earlier this week, we were reading the story, right? <laughs> I think we, the, we kind of the headline was yeah, like whoa tripling salary Charlie we're all going ape and all of that but yeah well it turns out well technically you know not their workers but yeah they are letting it's great news of course they put out a promo called the triple salary promo so we decided to call them in and ask them okay are you giving your workers three times the salary or you're giving other people three times their salary we, we have uh, Oluwashon David Akindele. He's head of corporate communications at Access Bank Ghana. And Diana Akun. Diana Akun is head of employee banking at Access Bank. And I love the bankers and their titles. I don't employee <laughs> banking. <laughs> Big thanks. Right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. Welcome good morning. to the City Breakfast Show. How are we doing? We're doing well, Nathan. Thank you. Great, 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 great. Um, uh, um, yes. David? Sheon's fine. Great. So let's, let's talk about the um, triple salary promo. What's, what's, what's that about? All right, thank you, Nathan, and thank you to your um, our listeners, and of course, my staff, and my of Access Bank, and of course, our customers. Um, the Triple Salary promo is our latest promo, really, that we have designed to reward um, our customers, our salaried receiving customers with Access Bank. All we are basically telling them is that um, we, we understand what is happening in the system. We are saying to you, we're trying to cushion you, give you some respite. So we have designed this promo just to give back to them. And for them to do something very basic, what they've always been doing, taking their slide to the bank, and we reward you for that. I see. Yes. I see. Uh, Dana, who's, who's eligible to, to participate in this promo? Okay, so for this promo, eligible candidates or eligible employees are those new and existing customers who begin to receive their salaries through the Empire Salary Account. Empire Salary Account is a designed um, account for employees. So during this promo period, if you receive your salary from the Empire account, you automatically qualify. These customers should have received their salaries through the Access Bank Empire salary account at least once during the promo period. And again, customer salaries should not be less than 1,500 cities. Oh, mm. mm. So those are the conditions. Yes. Okay. Those are the conditions. So you want to enjoy it. Can someone switch his or her, her account to qualify for this promo? And how do you do that? Um, yes, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I think um, I think the biggest keyword in the promo is switch. <laughs> so you can switch your salary account from okay. whichever bank you are um, into Access Bank's Empower Salary account. Nice. If you are also an existing customer of Access Bank and you don't take your salary through the Empower Salary account, it's time for you to actually switch that um, um, salary account to Empower Salary account and you qualify. Um, that's, that's as basic as that. Nice. Okay, so does it come with some rewards, Diana? And what rewards can customers expect? Great. So it comes with amazing rewards. Um, as we have indicated, we have two rewards. That is the automatic rewards and then we have the draws. Mm-hmm. So for the automatic rewards, we have two products that we are promoting here. That is the pick now, pay later, and then fly now, pay later. 
with pick now, pay later, and fly now, pay later, we are saying that once you switch to us, then for a whole year, you can pick any item from our vendors, and then you pay the retail price. We are not going to charge you any interest on it. In the same way, if you want to fly and you are using Emirates, they are partners, Mm -hmm. then you can just buy your tickets. We pay for you. You use a whole year to pay back. Mm -hmm. Another interesting thing is that if your salary is with us, 40% of it, we are giving it to you as an interest-free loan. And in that case, the condition is that the first request that you make, that is 40% of your salary, you want it as payday loan. We give it no interest. The first request that you make, 40% of your salary, no interest free. You sit Mm -hmm. in the comfort of your office. You you dial star 901, star 11 hash, and then... You follow the process and then you get to the 40% of your salary. That is called the payday loan and there will be no interest for the first request. Interesting. So I, I, earlier I was reading the uh, the ad and it said that... So so you usually give this what? Before payday, right? So yes. payday is before the end of the month. Yes. Something happens, I need some quick cash. Quick cash. Mm-hmm. That you don't want to talk to anybody. You don't want to go knocking at people's door. <laughs> this is the product for you. I see. This one. I see. I like this. Okay. Yeah. So you've heard it yourselves. The Access Bank Triple Salary promo it's here you can switch your salary to access bank if you already have an account with access then you can just switch to the salary account so but if you have another account at access do you also get some of those benefits or this is just for the triple salary promo those who switch you know when when banks come out and do promos they are always terms and conditions (laughs) yes (laughs) one of of the biggest uh, element of the terms and conditions is that you have to be an empower salary customer so they have an opportunity to switch your account okay whatever account it is from anywhere within the bank it has to be the empower salary account Mm. so you can enjoy the benefits of the promo fully okay yes all right now you're doing this in partnership with national lotteries tell us about that Okay, interestingly, yes, uh, I think uh, I have to do a shout-out to uh, our promo partners at NLA, um, just to ensure that um, we reward right and eligible and duly, um, 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 those who are duly eligible to win the promo okay. are, are the ones being rewarded. So okay. this partnership with NLA on the Kaita Lottery platform. What I should mention is that the reward is broken down into daily rewards, weekly rewards, monthly, and then also mega rewards. So okay. NLA is going to help us um, um, identify or select the right winner to mm-hmm. be rewarded throughout this promo period. Let me That's just nice. take you on, on on that on the rewards. So yeah. you mentioned daily, weekly, month. So what, so what are some of the rewards we are talking about? Okay, interesting, interesting. We are telling you that um, we are going to triple your salary. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you a love free scholarship. I'd love that. My yes. salary should get I can do it for, for you now. <laughs> We're going to also, part of the reward is um, school fee scholarship. An employee is one of the top of the list, maybe not the second, or if not for house rent, the next thing is school fees for your children, or for yourself, in fact. So part of the reward is to give you school fee scholarship. We're also telling you that anytime you shop and pay with any of our Visa card, you're going to be getting cashback reward. So we are telling you to spend and we give you back for spending. That's also part of our reward we are giving you. And Diana has already mentioned the interest-free loans you're going to enjoy across our um, pick now, pay later, which is what we know as, known as um, the higher purchase, okay. and also the fly now, pay later. I mean, go anywhere around the world on Emirates and you can fly, you can pay later. And also any personal loan you take, whether the payday loan, is interest-free um, throughout the period. And also a lot of simple giveaways we give you once you walk into the branch. 
once you transact on that ambassadorial account, it will give you something back mm. for that. Amazing. Yes. It's amazing. Access Bank. Look, get to Access Bank. Go and open a triple salary promo account and enjoy some good benefits mm. as well. And they treat you very well. Oh, okay. Yeah, they yeah. do. I see. So how, how, how can people get in touch? Somebody just tuned in. They've mm-hmm. heard all the, the full interview. They've heard parts of it and this strikes them. How do they get in touch with Access Bank? It's as simple as... Um, it's as simple as um, you walking into any Access Bank branch across across Ghana, or you can just go on our website and www.ghana.accessbankplc.com, and you can take it, can take it from there. Mm. Yes. Nice one. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you, Shane. Thank, thank, you, you thank you, Shane. Thank you, Diana. And you heard it. I mean, the Access Bank triple salary promo. If you don't have an account at Access Bank, please rectify that anomaly. Go to the yeah. place, set up an account, get the Empire Salary account, and you've set yourself up to win amazing prizes. Yeah. Amazing prizes. I like Great anything stuff. you want to add? Anything? Okay. Anything you want to add? Um, I will say that this is the best time for employees. So if you are not with Access Bank, this is the time to join us and then benefit from this promo. Mm. Um, times are hard. The best offering Access Bank is giving. We are a caring bank. And we always care for our customers and even those who are not with us. Mm-hmm. Everybody should get on board. Mm. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. Great. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. We had the Oluwashenu, David Akindele. He's head of corporate communications at Access Bank Ghana. We also had Diana Akun, head of employee bank also at Access Bank Ghana. They were here to talk about the triple salary promo. So if tomorrow morning you hear me reading the LPM, it's not fiction. <laughs> it's not magic. It's fact. It's fact. Hardcore fact. And you've yes. heard the two people from Access Bank detailing that. Guys, thank you so, so much, David. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. To be a loser, and can you know I was a breadwinner? And then China Jimmy disappeared. I told me that, I told me that, so when you're that, I'm coming home, I'm coming home, I'm coming home. I don't mean to see I'm here trying to search in love. I'm in a young boy, I'm here in love. trying to search in love. I'm in a young boy, I'm here in love. Let's go. 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 Let's go.
Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Your thoughts and comments have come on the number 0549-986-996. A few messages have come in. Uh, this one says, I think cutting the size of government should be should be in the long term stretched to parliament. Mm. There should be a 40 to 50% cut across all regions mm. in the next elections. A small country like Ghana, mm. with such a small population... I pray they don't increase the number of seats. I, I pray they don't increase it to 300. This one says, That's all. Economy gradually grinding to a halt. Mm. Drastic measures are needed in dire times like mm-hmm. these. Talk of the haircut thing. My colleague is losing it in the office. She oh. says the bank is stealing her oh. money. I have now become an investment <laughs> advisor after explaining all that happened. It's, it's, it's sad. It's says sad. from <clears throat> Dan Suman Sender. Mm-hmm. says CEOs, directors of SOEs, should be, pays, should be paid based on the profit they make. Awesome. If they run at a loss, their salaries should also go negative. Mm-hmm. All government appointees and uh, people in the machinery should buy their own fuel, cars, and pay their own rent. Mm. They are being paid high because of this. Come things. to think of it, you know, if we don't make money, we don't get paid. Here, in most private companies, if there's no money, there's no pay. Mm-hmm. But in government, you still get your pay. Still get we here, if, if we don't get money, we all just... <laughs> You know, and we pay for our own fuel and our own transport. This one says the country on autopilot. Mm. The fare from Pokwasi 37 was 6.6 CDs 60p, reviewed to 7.50p last week, somewhere last week. Today's 10 CDs. When we asked why the driver, when we asked why, the driver said fuel prices had moved from 15.99 from the last increment to almost 24 CDs per liter. And diesel. they can't wait, yeah, diesel. They can't wait for GPRTU to do the adjustment. They are doing they their own from, adjustment. <laughs> yeah, from Pokwasi Center. Because there's no, Bernard, we need an outright ban on imported goods that we produce locally. Once we if, have enough. Yeah, if we make room for importation, for this importation in the name of high tariffs, mm. they will import it and sell it to the consumer mm. at a high price. Mm. All right, this one says the consumer who relatively pays for these tariffs mm-hmm. the government puts on these imported goods. Okay. Mm. This one says, Bernard is right. And this has been our main problem in Ghana. Those in power don't feel what we feel. Mm-hmm. They don't use the hospitals they claim they are building. Mm. They don't use the schools. At they don't all. go through traffic. Mm-hmm. Do you know the toll booth removal happened because the roads minister was stuck in traffic at a toll booth at Kubiase mm. on the uh, Accra commercial for 30 minutes? He closed it down that same day. Selassie sent that, that was some time back in the yeah. Asante region, I think. All right, uh, Koba GH in Impriso says, I used to fill my tank with 825 CDs. Hey, your, your car is big. Yes, yeah, last night I spent 1175 for 64 on 64.6 liters, right? Yeah. So hey. a common Hyundai Elantra. It's not a big car, Hyundai Elantra. It's not a big car, but I believe him. Ah, 800 to fill a Hyundai Elantra. Yes, yes. are you sure? I believe it. Is it diesel? No, 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 no. Look at the capacity of his fuel tank. It makes sense. Sixty-four point six liters. He will pay that. So, so you, you see, you could be driving a one point six liter, a one point four liter, but the tank the, could the be fuel, the fuel. That's what people. The the capacity of your fuel, fuel tank, tank is what you need to look at. 
Mine is 60 liters. So I multiply that by how much it costs per liter of fuel. You can imagine how much. He says the most annoying part is I have for sale at the back. No one has called me. That is his. That is his bigger problem. This is Koba. So Koba says after buying the one thousand, he wants somebody to take the car off his hands. Nobody, but nobody is minding him. Hmm. Right. Like this government is simply uh-huh. insensitive towards ordinary people of the country. I live at Afinia and work at Laboni. This is my TNT. Four oh, CDs plus nineteen plus five Ghana CDs, fifty pesos. That's twenty-eight Ghana CDs uh, in only, meaning in and out. Fifty-seven Ghana CDs. Daily, it means it changes car twice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just let me turn, let me even turn off my AC. I don't think I need it anymore. This one says, Hi, I took a boat ride yesterday. The boat driver was telling me he bought fuel of 300 Ghana cities, but he had just made 180 Ghana cities. Meanwhile, the fuel indicator was flashing red throughout the ride. I really felt his pain standing but from when watching start getting um, electric cars. Hey, hmm. I lost you. I, heard there's some, I saw some cars, but they said they are hard, partly electric, partly. They are these yeah, the hybrid type cars the that are used. The small, small ones. Yes. Yeah. I'm told they are hybrid. Okay. Which one? The Suzuki. You see, there are these, yeah, yes, there are these Suzuki cars that are, have been moving around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should explore that too. Right here. Hey. Because hmm. electric car the in the long run is much cheaper. Mm. Have you seen the cost? Yeah, but it's like getting solar. If you get solar, initial cost out there will be high, but over the lifetime of the vehicle, who knows? Anyway, good morning, Nathan and team. I suggest that this is the time the government should revive the Yalulu bus to help commuters mm. from mm. not being born. If it had worked properly, it would mm. just be on the road for us to just take it. Perhaps they could even subsidize uh, fares for us. Good morning, team CBS. I want to run small this morning. Go ahead. <laughs> I stay at Ashaima, Lebanon, mm-hmm. and work in Accra. Oh. My TNT from Lebanon to Ashaiman was two Ghana cities, 80 pesos. Mm. This morning, I paid three Ghana cities, 30 pesos. Mm. Then coming back this evening, I paid four hey. Ghana cities in the from same Ashaiman to Lebanon. Oh, TNT doubled within 24 hours. Lord. Seriously, I don't know what else the government can control, if not transportation. Because that was one sector that was well controlled. But now they've lost it. Oh. They've lost it all. God have mercy on us. Painful, uh, painful this is. If you say it, you say it can't pay the day. <laughs> Good morning, Nathan. It is no more a joke. The transport fares are far more than the so-called 19%. Mm-hmm. Things are really out of control, no end in sight, no strategy, no plans. We've been left alone to do our own things. Good morning, Bernard. I'm encouraged by hearing your voice. I don't, I don't even know why we say 19%. It's 20%. Okay. One-fifth. 19% how? Anyway. Did I hear fuel prices increase again on Monday? Yes. Hmm. I am asking all. So which level should we get to before the president will hear the voice of the people who elected him into office? Ah. Has this happened anywhere in the world? Hmm. What kind of governance is this? Hmm. I will say it. It says everybody right. Best <laughs> that you think before you vote. Beauty from Tema says, please kindly inquire for me why the Ayalolo buses Ow. are not running Ow. from Accra to Tema. Ow. Because the trotro fairs are killing us. Ow. I work at Kolebu Teaching Hospital and my in and out is 50 Ghana hey. and rising. rising. Please, we need alternative transport in Tema. The trotro there, we can't pay Beauty. again. Put in an application to transfer to work at the Magina or the Maritime Hospital. It will take and two years. Pray, it will pray. take two years to process. <laughs> fifty <laughs> cities. So it means that she spends fifty-five. Well, if she's working every day, let's say thirty days in a month, or maybe she won't. Like you know, sometimes if you work on Saturdays. Uh, so I mean, let's 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 just say she works. It's like three hundred cities every, every day, 
let's assume it's just six days a week. Yes, six days a week. That's 300, That's 300 CDs by four. That's 1,200 at yeah. least. A month. A month. That's on transportation alone. Hey, beauty. Hmm. All right, more uh, high benignity. Tell them in their faces this morning. Tell them to their faces this morning. They don't care for us. And so we need people like you to stand. Oh, this one, yeah, I beg. We're not going to stand for president. Good morning, city. Uh, Mr. Avila is speaking my mind perfectly about government. The U.S.-U.K. style of democracy will not and has never helped us. We should look at the Scandinavian benchmark in social democracy. It is the only way to go. That's in Kunim's thoughts. Uh, yes. Uh, Bernard, why should the GIPC boss be assigned a police guard? Oh, <laughs> there are even people <laughs> below the GIPC boss. Police. Who has police? More. Maybe one day we should do a list. People will run away. I don't know if you remember that day. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. I do. We were all shocked. I do. None of us even knew that position existed. Yes. I think it was head of diaspora relations. Yeah, you had two. Two policemen. <laughs> Good for the city team. I totally agree but with why you. Should, why should that why should that hero have a policeman? No, but it's not just you. I'm saying if we mention some of the other positions that have policemen. Maybe, you know, we should probably file a right to information request to know, I'm sure they say national security, right, of which government officials qualify for police protection. You know, I'm not, you see, this is not campaign. Let's explain something. One metric of development is presence of police. Police, yes. When you drive on Heritage Caravan and you are driving from, say, the Western Corridor Road, you are driving from um, Sunyai and you are going to Bole, mm-hmm. you can drive for two hours, you don't see any policeman. But there are human beings littered across. So if you have a policeman to give to somebody who is head of something at the presidency, how are you allocating your resources? And the police will are attacked at night on some of those roads because there's no light there. If you have money to give somebody who works at the office of the presidency to policemen, how are you, what, what are you trying to achieve with large communities with no police? And where robbers are having a field day. So this is not, we are not saying it's out of campaign. If you, you allocating resources also shows the way you see. Seriously. What has he needed two policemen for? Status. That's what it is for most people. Please, status. Good, uh, good morning, city team. I totally agree with you as citizens. We are not angry enough. It makes no sense how the politicians get free fuel coupons and come and lie to us that they are taking cuts. Where's the proof? We have to demand that it stops this tailor. Uh, Obodai. Hmm? Obodai. Hmm? Stop the name, yes, but it doesn't matter. Obodai. It's all about how the Ghanaian mindset has been trained. The normal person on the street doesn't understand why his minister is not riding a V8. Who told you? A normal student in the university doesn't understand why his lecturer is boarding the same taxi he's boarding. So he need not get a car even. So he need to get a, he needs to get a car even if actually, he actually doesn't need it. In India, some of my professors come to school riding a bicycle or a small scooter. And these are people whose one-month salary can buy a small taxi. The difference is that the students and the people in society don't see anything wrong with a professor riding a bicycle. But down here, we judge the success of a person by his possessions. Cars especially. It's all about the mindset. Scatter but, but scatter, how does how we see them de- determine their policy? Fine, let us see them whatever way we but want. Still but the policy should be sensible. So if the people think that their minister should ride a V8, does that mean that the minister should ride a V8? When did government policy become a question of what people think? <laughs> I mean, my brother. And then... Uh, Godfrey, it's not like the president only people don't know the reality on the ground. They know power, they just don't care. How does the president get to hear people calling him names, who are talking about his slogans, etc.? They hear the things and read about them, power. They even listen to the city break for show. 
they are just being pretentious. Aku, not very happy this morning from Dodoa. Mm. Bernard and team, you said it all. The sad aspect is the people to make the hard decisions and implement all these measures don't have the guts to do it. After all, they don't feel what we feel. Mm. We are forced to make adjustments as individuals whilst they fight to make theirs even better. Listening to you guys, though, gives me some hope. Uh, okay, Jude uh, from Osu. Where did we go wrong as oh. Ghanaians to suffer these economic atrocities oh. from this government? Oh. The government plunges everyone into these difficulties. Meanwhile, the problem causes continue to enjoy all the goodies associated with their employment. And they expect <laughs> us to do what? Mm. Ghanaians shouldn't be involved in solving the problems. The government should solve the problems because they originated them. Very upset, <laughs> Jonathan, from Ga West this morning. This morning. Mm. And remember, we're also um, live on Facebook as well. On City 97.3 FM. At 10.30, we'll have a uh, Galamse Roundtable. It's on City FM. It's on City TV. Vivian Kailoko will moderate. Mm -hmm. And there will be experts who understand. Because essentially, the Roundtable is looking at Galamse and the threat to Ghana's water water resources. It is deadly. So there's a very serious water security issue. And we'll be talking to people from Ghana Water. Yes. Dr. Clifford Brimer will be there. Yes. Professor Chris Gordon, he's a toxicologist, will be there as well. We have other people um, from academia. Yes. So we have Dr. Bob Alpha from mm -hmm. the Water Resources Commission. We have Dr. Mrs. Adjoa Irentifianko. She's also a researcher in the area. And then we also have a water quality manager from the Ghana Water Company Limited, regional water quality manager. The emphasis is on the water security because... You know, every time we talk about mining and the effects, people are always like, oh, people need work, there's livelihood issue. But trust me, importing water is a serious issue. And uh, it's not sustainable where we are. You'll be hearing from the regional uh, quality manager, it's called Moses Paint, so he'll be speaking as well. Uh, a, he, he does the quality assurance for the water you drink. Water, Sassy water prices have gone up. Now, a lot of people I know don't even drink tap water. Now, you listen to some of the reports... People say they can't even use the water to even wash their cars. Mm -hmm. You know, so we are destroying our future very, very rapidly. Now, the reason we need to do this from a water security angle is that I think, look, you can live a few days without food, but I don't know how many days you can live without water. Right? So, if, if we don't let people see how serious this destruction of our environment, I think I heard you guys yesterday talk about its effects on food production and mm -hmm. things. But I think the water part is the most serious. Mm -hmm. The water part is the most serious. That the the cost of processing water, and it gets to a point that the water may be unprocessable. Yeah, that's how serious it is. So, well, or even if it it may be overprocessed. So yes, too many. Yes, yes, yes. yes. They'll tell you that when it gets to a certain degree, that they can't even treat it anymore. Yeah. The amount of chemical past we'll a certain be... point it becomes harmful to us. Yeah. So there's only there's a limit to which they can apply chemicals to treat it so i mean it, it's a no-brainer it's a very serious, serious situation and you know water security is national security mm. water security is national <laughs> security if people don't have access to drinking water it could lead to a lot of diseases you know and some of the presentations will show you how this filtration of chemicals into the water we drink is insidiously causing all mm. kinds of crazy things, deformities in babies, oh, yes. mm. impotence, kidney issues. It, it's amazing. So the, for, for this is what we're, we're trying to lift the veil. You know, a lot of times the, the Galamse conversation is always like, okay, stop Galamse. Look, we are all at risk. And if the government does not act drastically to ban it now, 
it's going to be very, very serious. So 10.30 will be live yes. on City. 10.30 on City TV on City FM. But just a quick side note. Have you updated your records? Have you linked your Ghana card to your Zenith Bank account? If the answer is no, what are you waiting for? Visit zenithbank.com.gh. Look out for the Ghana card advert and linkage tab on the homepage. Link your card to your account today. It's easy, quick, and very convenient. Zenith Bank in your best interest. We'll go through a few more messages. I mean, that, that, essentially, the, the biggest takeaway this morning, we are just telling the government that, see, we are in a very difficult time. Mm-hmm. We have critical decisions to make. Those decisions bother on being wise, being smart, and ensuring that we, we stay disciplined. Even a talk of a cushion, I don't know, some people think it's far-fetched, whatever. But essentially being disciplined and looking at this balance between revenue and expenditure, that basic balance that we don't see and get, mm-hmm. and it is why our budgets over the years have tilted more towards expenditure, yeah. more than revenue. Nathan, I was hoping you'd give us quick highlights of Sanders' interview with Dr. Tadoku Brobi because mm-hmm. the man says government can reduce the fuel price. Okay. He thinks they can. Okay. And he proved it. So okay. let's listen to a little... Yes. Charles Rekubrobe, former CEO of VRA. He was speaking to uh, Umaru Sandamadu on yeah. Eyewitness News. What seems to be the problem aside the CD issue? Could it be uh, that the, the war that is happening in Ukraine is still what is affecting us here? Or, like you have always been insisting, the government taxes ought to go so we can have reprieve at the pumps? Well, you put... Look... The real problem is the forex rate. Whether we should uh, uh, become paid or what. If you bought fuel at the beginning of the year, you probably pay about five or six um, CDs per liter. Nothing has changed, but because the exchange rate has deteriorated by over 100, 200%, in dollar terms, maybe the cost is the same, but in city terms, you are paying two or two and a half, three times the price. Unfortunately, people here don't earn salaries that are dollar denoted or dollar linked. So it is really affecting the common person, but also affecting business because we do not have river transportation. We do not have a well-developed railway network all over the country. So everything moves by road. So you cannot expect that I may go to Umaru's hometown and buy some tomatoes there very cheaply and ferry to Accra at these very high, very expensive fuel costs and still be able to sell it at at a very cheap rate. Um, Unless we are really prepared to accept that transportation and therefore fuel costs at the pump. It's what drives this economy. Then we are going to live with inflation and the like for many, many more years. Okay. But apart from the... Go on. You know, you land, you land. No, you go on. Because you're going to say that aside that, which means you're going to yeah. add something. I said apart, apart from that, there, there, were, there were other things you wanted yeah, to do. At the moment, you know, there is a, a kind of... Um, uh, a jungle market going on in the in the fuel pricing. 
And this, no, is, this is a global jungle market, not local, right? No, no, I'm talking about local jungle market. Deregulation works because we have set up uh, <clears throat> windows by which uh, price changes will be announced. Uh, there are two changes for every month. But really more important than that, the MPA as the regulator is supposed to ensure that it announces what are called maximum retail prices so that no consumer gets cheated by oil marketing companies. Right now, it has reneged on its duty and given it to COPEC, which ironically is supposed to be interesting the representing the interest of consumers, but doesn't. It is now the chief cheerleader for marketing companies who just keep announcing prices nilly-willy. So even the windows have gone off. So people will announce prices uh, one week before a window, and then when the window comes, they will increase the price again. That's not the way we should be regulation was set up. It just keeps piling the pressure on. And the reason why I say the Russia uh, Ukraine is not really a factor, yes, oil prices have gone up. But we also, as um, oil exporter, we do make windfall profits. We are set up to raise 100 CDs from our oil sales at $50. At now $900, we are going to get 200 uh, CDs. So there's windfall profit of 100%. If we are disciplined people and we cut the excess profit expenditure, we should be in a position also to use some of the windfall profit to moderate and stabilize petroleum prices so that there's certainty in what is going on. But no, it looks like people are only interested in how much revenue can be taken from the windfall profits and given into um, government coffers, coffers because there is no stop on the excessive expenditure. So, yes, Russia Ukraine is causing the trouble. It's made global oil prices go up. But global oil prices, the problem is that the government passes on all the costs onto our consumers. So, prices are adjusted to reflect the current global oil prices. But the windfall profit, nobody wants to talk about it. And then somebody says, I feel your pain. You cannot feel the pain of Ghanaians when you run 60 strong SUV convoys to travel around the country. Suggestion that currently, based on all the analysis on the ground, a liter of diesel should not cost 23 CDs, and that this is because of perhaps profiteering by the OMCs? I have, I have not done any analysis, but I can tell you that what they are doing is that it's being priced by the most expensive um, dollar that is bought by an OMC. Not the most efficient, but the most expensive. You know, economists of scale suggest that if one BBC, which is well-resourced, is going to supply... That was uh, Charles Rekubrobe. He was speaking to Mario Sandamadu on Eyewitness News. We had last one before you said, Carlos, the zone go something. 
That one. <laughs> that one too, they should move it. No, maybe we'll do a proper analysis of that later. But I think what Tarzan is saying, which I agree with, is that the MPA cannot behave the same way it used to behave before the crisis we are facing. And the government's windfalls they are getting from the higher fuel price on the global stage at some point must reflect in what we pay. This amount we're paying for petrol is not sustainable. It's not going to work. The government has to do something drastic about it. All right, that's our show for the morning. Many, many thanks for listening. So I had uh, Bernard with me. I had Koku. I had Godfrey. Show produced by Fred Jabano, Caleb Kuda, Godfrey Odum. Uh, helped us out on technical. My name is Nathan Carr. We are back tomorrow morning with another edition of the City Breakfast Show. Keep your dials locked on City 97.3.